Oh, this is this this is wacky. Eric, 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 come on, come on. Are you ready to go or what? <laughs> All right, yeah, go ahead. 7:41 on a Sunday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I like we could do a podcast, and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? <laughs> what is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Heyo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host, Eric. And I'm co-host, Ross. And this is the podcast where we take a look at Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one episode at a time, scene by scene, and we break it all down just to get at the heart of what makes it so funny. Uh, did I do a good job in that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always want to. I always look at you and feel like, I want to look like a, a nod of approval. You know I hardly pay attention to that, <laughs> right? I'd go crazy <laughs> if I tried to make sense of it. Well, Ross, today we are talking Season 4, Episode 10, Sweet D Has a Heart Attack. Original air date is October 30th, 2008. Written by Rob Roselle and Scott Motter. Directed by Matt Shakeman. And Ross, what is that IMDb summary? Yes, the IMDb summary. After D suffers a heart attack, she and Dennis try a healthier lifestyle. Charlie and Mac join the corporate workforce to get health insurance. All right, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty spot on. Yeah, it's a very simple explanation of what happens in this episode. No mention of Frank, but that's fine. No mention of Frank, but Frank doesn't really have much going on as it is. You know, uh, Frank's been like, kind of like singled out this season a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, it's this episode especially, we'll talk about it. But yeah, he, it's strange to me that he, he has not much of a storyline. But they do go through... So he, his storyline is just a parody of the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's mm-hmm. Nest. But they do some great pains to make it like a parody. They do like some work. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, but but not much happens, and it's really not that funny. We'll we'll talk about <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. So but other than, but this is this is an incredible episode. Don't get me wrong. I love. This is a fun one. I, I like it a lot. Oh, Russ, this episode came out in two thousand eight. You got a two thousand eight trivia? Yes. The federal minimum wage was six dollars and fifty five cents at the time. The government salary. That's a government salary right there. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, good. That's a that's a that's a that's probably the best tie-in I think you've ever done. No way. Actually, you're probably right. And before we jump into the cold open, there's something I have here in my notes. I just want to address. Okay. Is on the Always Sunny wiki. Uh, I usually look it up for trivia things and this and that. I just kind of you know whatever. Whoever wrote this wiki for this episode broke it down in acts. So there's like Act 1, Act 2, and Act 3. It's like the most like... Did they not call them acts like in prior I've never seen a, entries? No. No, just like scene. It'd be like this scene, that scene. Not like they do like a whole act as if it's like some sort of play, play or something. Like, like it's just that's like I know it is acts because that's how a story is told. Sure. But it just seems so formal. I don't know. I just never seen it. So I just want to... That's weird. There's also some other... There's some other stuff on the Always Sunny Wiki I'm going to bring up later that I found bizarre. That somebody wrote. Uh, it's it's. It, but I'll bring that up later. Okay. All right. Let's jump into it. Cold open. Seven p.m. on a Monday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Frank is taking hits from his new bong while the gang watches, and then D has a heart attack. Uh, I gotta ask, uh, Eric. Uh, I, I've never taken a hit from a bong. <laughs> what do you, how do you feel about yeah. these uh, rips that Frank's taking? Well, I, the the listeners would have heard me take a rip from a bong as this uh, as the opening for this episode, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, my chest hurts a little bit right now. <laughs> Are you gonna have a heart attack? 
<laughs> I took a huge. <laughs> it might shock the listeners to know that I usually smoke before we record and during. mostly during <laughs> and a lot of times during. <laughs> so yeah, I pretty much uh, every time, uh, pretty much every single record, I would say. What are you? Yeah, I'd probably been like halfway. I I probably smoked during like half of them. Yeah, every now and then you will, but yeah, it's sort of like uh, I don't know. It helps me get into the the fun mood, of the mood, yeah, of the show gets me yeah. in the mood too. Yeah, he's taking huge bong rips here, and yeah, you've never taken a hit from a bong? No, too. I'm too scared. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's it pretty scary. There's a lot of things first. going on. There's like fire, <laughs> there's smoke, oh, water. <laughs> it's like <laughs> earth, wind, fire. You're a, you're a, you're a vape man. You're a vape yeah. Man. That's what made it convenient. That you know that. Yeah, it's simple. I'm old school. I like to do it old school stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, Frank has a new bong, which is huge. This is a huge bong. I never had a bong this big. This is a big one. Yeah, it to looks me, pretty big. I mean, it's like about yeah. the size of his body, his torso. And he's he's got his leg up. Yeah, I, I always thought that was interesting because <laughs> that can't be comfortable. No, it's just crazy. It's just... And he's taking these hits from this bong and... and it's. Uh, I love how uh, Charlie drops in. Oh, Chi Chi, I got a new bong. Yeah, when Ma- D's com- we, comes we have uh, Charlie Mac and Dennis just sitting there watching Frank. Like this is a, spe- yeah. a spectacle. <laughs> like let's just watch this yeah. guy get messed up and say it, crazy things. It doesn't. It doesn't even seem like they're smoking with him. No, just this is a, an event <laughs> that they're watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and then D, when D comes out, she's like, "Oh, yeah, what the shit is this?" <laughs> and Frank asks her to download a mahogi off the internet, which. That that doesn't make any sense. Those words don't make any sense. <laughs> Which is true, yeah. I guess, in, in a way. I, I, I'm not. That's like I'm never like that. Like blazed, where I'm like saying like stuff that doesn't make sense. You, you know, kind just of, wondering you know if mean? there's pigeons in the room or anything. Or? <laughs> yeah, is, is there pigeons in the bar? <laughs> no, is there pigeons? I might do something like that. You know, if you like hear noises or something. Like, <laughs> but Frank seems to just be pulling this out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, it. But Dee's not feeling well. Oh, she's starting to ha- she's starting not to not to feel well here. <laughs> I like how she asked like Dennis to like <laughs> like check if she's hot. <laughs> like I'm not touching you. He's like I'm not touching you. <laughs> so against it. I'm not touching you. Like that would gr- that grosses him out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like offended that she's kind of asked. <laughs> yeah. She's being like her voice is so nice. It's obviously something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And and she drops down to the ground. She hits the ground. She's saying she's not feeling well. Dennis asks, "What's her problem?" <laughs> and it's a very quick opening. Yeah, how do you, how long do you think like she laid on the ground before they actually got up to help her? Call an ambulance, man. I don't even know. Like forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because they don't even budge. Time. No, they think no, like no, this no. is like an attention grab of some kind. Like, but it's a great kind of joke here. I don't know if I'd call it a joke. I'm not sure what I would call it. Where he says, "What's her problem?" And we get the title card. Mm-hmm. Sweet D has a heart attack, so it answers his question. Sure, it, it, it's it's I don't know what it is. Is that a joke? I guess. I mean, or just good or just good writing. In in the past, we've had like examples of like title cards that like the opposite happens. Like, um, yes. like Mac is a serial killer. He's not a serial killer. But this is a thing that actually does happen. The title card kind of doesn't have rules. Yeah. There's, like, no rules to the title card. It truly could be anything. It could be a false statement. It could be a true statement. Mm-hmm. It, it could be some sort of, like, vague idea. It could be exactly what happens in the episode. Oh, yeah. It, it really has no formula. It's interesting. I like the title card. Can you think of another TV show that flashes their title? 
it really helps you remember the title of the episodes. Like that's true. How, I don't I don't know any Seinfeld episode titles. Right. I mean, you could you could say like the jacket, but like, is that the episode title? You know, what I, I don't mean? even know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. That could also be exactly. several different episodes. We're also huge Seinfeld right. fans, so it's sort it's sort of seeped in there. But mm-hmm. like, as a, oh, Simpsons too is another one. Like, I don't know the names of the episodes really. Oh yeah. Even though, like I've seen every Simpsons a million times. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't like it. it I, I like how always something flashes it, like, and it's kind of like old timey. Yeah, it w- especially with the music and in in the mix, like it does put you in that old timey feeling. It's charming, yeah, in a way. It's like charming, very. So then, after the title card, at the hospital of the University of Philadelphia, Mac, Charlie, and Dennis decide D ship has sailed, but they can still save themselves until they realize they need insurance. So, yeah, we, we find out that, you know, Sweet D had a heart attack. Well, Ross, I didn't know women could have a heart attack. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, he's, is he saying, like, he didn't know women have hearts? or I'm not sure. Is that, like, some sort of, like, jab? I'm not sure what he meant by that at all. <laughs> but, but it's funny that Charlie does throw that in. He didn't know that women could, could have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily it was just a little one. Yeah, it was just a little one, and the, that's what the e- the EMT says. She's a ticking time bomb. But regardless, this is scary to Dennis. They have the same genes. <laughs> I like how did we were starting to pick apart like uh, each character is now identifying their own problem through D's. You know what I mean? They're sort of separating. Like Dennis is looking out for his health because they right. share the same genes. You know, and yeah. Mac and Charlie live a rock and roll lifestyle, so they're worried about yeah. them. So yeah, they're not they and even they even say it like like because when D's like, hey like, w- can we focus on me here for a minute? Yeah, they're I, like, no, your ship has sailed, D. Like, <laughs> we gotta focus on the people now, the the lives that are gonna live on. Like, they like, already like, gave up. They're pronouncing her dead, basically. They're they're so selfish and like like that they're using her exactly. like met her issue to then like raise awareness for their own lives, like. For the only, but like with no concern about hers or anything. It's only about their life. Right. They they totally but, gave up on her. You know what's very f- fun and interesting in this episode is Mac being like, "I'm ch- I'm concerned for my health and Charlie's health too." He's kind of right. He's big brothering kinda, Charlie kinda, right now. Like a big brother room. That's exactly in the whole episode. He's kind of big brothering him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Like how he brings him along. I I gotta say I, I love. Charlie and Mac, like I love them together. Right, we got to see that a lot this like, season. Like Mac and Charlie die. They, yeah. Like they're yes, a good duo. Yes, they, they're a good duo because they kind of like Mac isn't like Dennis is clearly smarter than Charlie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like, if something's going on, Char- Dennis. If something's going on between Dennis and Charlie, Dennis is in the driver's seat. Yep. But with Mac, Mac isn't necessarily smarter than Charlie. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Great so like, choices. Yeah, they'll kind of feed off each other and both have like a bad idea. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? And on the flip side, we get to see um, Dee and Dennis uh, pair up again. Which I which also I, I'm, I feel strong for because th- they are so rotten. <laughs> like, they're just <laughs> like, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> they're peas in a pod. They're like, they're brutal together. Yeah. They really are brutal when they team up together. But yeah, I, that's another thing too. I like when they team up because it's funny how Dennis can just switch. Right, he could be so against D, but like when he's on her side, yeah, like it's it, it's pretty powerful when he's in her corner. Isn't that a testament to the show's writing 
that they could switch like this mm-hmm. and go back and forth, and it doesn't seem inconsistent. Right. <laughs> You're right. Right? It just seems like part of their character to do this. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a testament to the writing. It's, it's really brilliant. But so so I, I I love to when D's like okay can we focus on me Dennis's little like uh, Dennis's little like I, I think the important thing here is to focus on ourselves. He's like <laughs> yeah, he's still agree. like no. I think, <laughs> I think the important thing here is to focus on ourselves. And then the doctor comes up. Uh, do you have anything on the doctor? Uh, yes, Kathleen Mary Kathy was in ER, the OC, Numbers, Bones, Monk, Dexter, Castle, Veep. The Blacklist and Broad City. Wow, nice. Yeah, some good she, stuff. She she comes up here and she wants to know about how Dee's going to be paying for this. No, she is so and cold. Yeah, she's very unlikable, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she's a corman for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Yeah, she comes up and I, this is so funny where they're like, "Pay, pay, like Charlie and Mac, pay for a hospital." Yeah, they kind of laugh at the ta- idea like, of it. Yeah, like, like okay, you, lady, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what are, what are, what are taxes for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't pay a fireman to put out a fire. Yeah, or like a cop to shoot a guy. <laughs> it's too real <laughs> well, it these days. Out, it, yeah, it turns out Charlie, we do. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, so he like, I, I love this idea of just like them not understanding like. Like, to them, it should be free because that's what it, it should be. Right. Do you know what I mean? It should be like, or, like, you know, and they're like, <laughs> it's funny, too, because Dennis is like, what are you talking about? Like, you haven't you been to a hospital before? And Charlie is, says he's, oh, I don't know. I must have slipped through the cracks. Yeah, what does that mean? The way he phrases that, I don't know. He's like, oh, I don't know. I must have slipped through the cracks. I, I always use a fake name. Yep. Like, you know, because I like to be off the grid. Is that something you so do? Just, I feel like that's something you would do and <laughs> give a fake name at a hospital. <laughs> like, you, you don't seem like you want to be on the grid. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I don't love being on the grid, but unfortunately, you kind of have to. Right. But it's like, do you, do you have health insurance, by the way? Currently, right now, no. And it's like the first time. And it could not be more of a dangerous situation, considering... <laughs> I know. I, I don't either. And I, have, I haven't had it for a while. And you're right. And I went to go like I was like kind of like, you know, it's kind of hard to I, I'm kinda, I'm self-employed mm-hmm. technically. So uh, with my delivery job. So I'd have to pay for insurance like separately. Like, I don't get through a company or anything. Right. And, you know, it, it lapsed a while back. This and that. And, you know, I went to go sign up and you can. I, this is something I just found out. I know I'm like I'm crazy old. And <laughs> y- you, you can only get insurance like a couple months out of the year. Really? That's it. You can't get it anytime you want. They have open. Se- there's like a season for like open whatever enrollment it is. of some you sort. Can, yeah. You can only sign up then. And other than that, that's it. You have to wait for those time periods. Isn't that crazy? That is stupid. It's so that people don't like get sick and then sign up. That's why they do it. But it's like, I don't know, be humans. <laughs> you know or I mean? just like, like understand like, someone can lose their job at any point. Or just, and, yeah. And I need mean, it. It's cra- yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you, you can only do it. At, so I'm going to do it the next kind of time it like opens yeah, up keep or me Yeah, uh, keep me uh, posted. <laughs> I have to look into <laughs> that will. for myself. I will. <laughs> this is probably an off-mic conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... So they're, they're they're shocked by this though, you know. And and Mac, by the way, Mac only go, goes to the free clinic, and he just you know they give him some antibiotics, and the sores go away. And he points to his crotch. So <laughs> he points to his crotch. We're assuming like he has some sort of uh, STD 
or that's what it is. Or, yeah, or herpes or something. Remember, remember when he was gonna be the prostitute, and they were like, "No, no, you're too low cash. You'll probably catch something from yeah, you." That's true. Yeah, she probably will. And then, and then Matt, and then Charlie's like, "Yeah, yeah, she will." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, D- Charlie seems to be like the kind of guy that got his all his health care at like the school nurse or something. <laughs> That makes sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 Like he almost seems like it, he almost seems like the type that is a DIY. Like he does all his own. Maintenance. Yes, of course. Just like he'll maintenance his clothes and this and that. Mm-hmm. Like he's his medical. Yeah. He'll scrap by somehow. Own. Yeah. Like he'd stitch up his own wound or something. <laughs> but Dennis is like, okay, Dennis is like, forget them. No, no, no. Yeah, we have insurance. We're on our father's policy. Uh, our father's policy, yeah. And that's when Frank comes up here in a gown. A, ni- a, nice, a nice little cue. Nice I love this. <laughs> Check out the gown. <laughs> it really lets your ass breathe. And he just spins, and you see Danny DeVito's ass. Like, this, <laughs> is this the first? This is the first time, but it's not the last. <laughs> Could you imagine asking Danny DeVito to do this? I, I think he offered. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't in the script. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. You're like, okay, yeah, you spin around, you gotta see your ass. Like, well, later in the, like the Christmas one, when he crawls oh, out of yeah. the couch, or when he's got the 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 sanitizer all over him, right? The quarantine. The bar. Like, yeah. He does a lot of this. Yeah, he's an exhibitionist. Well, he comes up here, and they're like, okay, tell the doctor that you're on the policy, and. He's like, uh, no, I, I canceled that when you were nine. <laughs> Carry and that burden around. What? <laughs> Carry that burden around. Now they haven't you went to a doctor since they were nine. I mean, it's possible. It's possible, but, but you know the way Dennis like kind of like talks to Mac and Charlie about this. It's like you guys know how this works, right? But he hasn't yeah, been in, he's since he was nine. Then <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Then how does he know? That's right. I don't know. Uh, but you know, you notice Dee's like shrieking voice when she says, "Like you couldn't have given us a heads up a long time ago." (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. It seems so real. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The reactions are always like, "How are they not?" It seems like they're hearing it for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. But then the doctor here kicks them out. Well, get out. This is not how it works. They don't <laughs> just kick you out. I mean, they'll help you get on insurance, or they bill you afterwards. Yeah, they would do something like, like that. I remember one time, uh, actually a few years ago, it, it would be like maybe a month or two I didn't have health insurance because I was in between jobs. And I remember going in because I, I needed something. I, I forget what it was specifically. I needed you know some meds so the sores would go away or something like that. Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah. I, I tried to make an appointment, and the... It was very much like this. She was like, well, do you have health insurance? I was like, no, but, like, I'm willing to pay whatever it is. But she gave me, like, such, like, a hard time about it. Like, she was almost like, if you don't have health insurance, you can't even make an appointment. And it's like, wow, I have have a credit card right here. You know what I mean? I'll go get cat. Like, she was, I don't know. She made it more difficult than it had to be. Uh, It's it's tough out there. It is. It is. So then at Charlie's apartment, Mac and Charlie look for a side job to get insurance when Frank comes in with his medication. How could the government not be providing health insurance? That's what Charlie starts off It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> he says that. Hey, what is this, like a socialist country? Like a communist it's dictatorship? It's insane. It's, it's un-American. <laughs> yeah. 
It's un-American, he says. So, yeah, it's like, uh, it's interesting his thought process of like, shouldn't the government, like, he thinks it's un-American for the mm-hmm. go- for the government not to be trying to help out its citizens. Right. Which would be nice, but unfortunately. It would be nice. I mean, the idea is getting more and more popular. I think I read a poll recently that said like 69%. I mean, think of like, even at a few years ago, it wasn't that high. The concept of yeah. like health insurance being provided by the government, but I don't know. I think yeah, we're all totally. seeing right now how beneficial that would be. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, totally, yeah. Uh, and I just I love how Charlie's like he's it's, he's got it like backwards kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's sort of like, but what he's saying is like, wouldn't it be right and good for everyone to have health insurance? Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like it's 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 very it's it's interesting. And the, and of course the that's crazy. It's so much fun. (laughs) It really is. Charlie does a lot of voice work this episode, (laughs) and it's like he has a different voice later on. Like when he's doing his speech, Pepe Silvio, his voice is different. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He does put like Like, uh, a tone on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Max, I get the newspaper here, and he's looking through through the newspaper for side jobs. Because he figures he figures they'll get a side job, mm-hmm. then they'll get insurance, and then they'll be covered. It's not a it's not a bad it's not you know I know people who like when we were sixteen we started working at Stop and Shop or something, yeah. and then they have insurance through that, and then you know when they you know they get older they get a different job but they still work like one day a week mm-hmm. just to keep the just to keep it yeah 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 like that. it's not that bad of an idea no it's, an idea it's not a bad do. idea it pays for itself. Well, he found something here, a major sales corporation. Mm-hmm. They're looking for motivated people with interpersonal skills. I mean, say no, say no more, more salary and benefits, <laughs> it's us. I like this old they school think... way of looking through the newspaper for a job. Have Have you ever looked through a newspaper for a job? No, no, but that's always sunny. They have this like kind of technology stuck in time technology leap. Thing. Yes. You know, they haven't made it to the, to the modern world. Yeah, I, and I I love this how they they think they are motivated and have interpersonal skills. They like they think that describes those two them those two people. Yeah, I know it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> we found out just last episode that they quit as soon as the first speed bump happened. Oh yeah, like any type of difficulty, <laughs> <laughs> they can't troubleshoot it's, for sure. Frank comes home here. He's still wearing the gown. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice uh, bag of meds. And he says again, he kind of does a little wiggle, and he says it lets his ass breathe. <laughs> you keep saying then, that, but I don't know what that means, I dude. I love that. I don't, what are you talking Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Let your ass breathe. I love that like, you keep saying that. Like, he said it off camera to them, like, more time. <laughs> and uh, Frank, I love they're, they're hassling him about the gown, and he does this such. A, it's a perfect comedy, like where he freaks out saying, "I can't, I can't, you know, I, I can't get excited. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have to relax." The doctor told me to relax, and he's freaking. Yeah, out. he's freaking out. He's getting worked up. Yeah, the doctor told me not to get worked up. <laughs> he's getting worked up, and he's got all these meds. He pulls out a big bag yeah, of meds. Yeah, dumps like gonna, I mean, uh, how many? Things of pills is that? That's like twelve things of pills or something like that. That's the beauty of health insurance. You get the top <laughs> in anti-anxiety drugs. But he's gonna take them all because he doesn't want to sift through the duds. Which is so he's taking them all. <laughs> it, they advise him not doing this, and he's like, "No!" He snaps at them. He's like, "No, <laughs> I know what I'm like- doing." <laughs> <laughs> he 
really freaks out. It's like, all right, dude. What he, what he would be doing is crazy. Oh, yeah. So how would he even know which ones work and which ones don't? If you're taking them that's all at the same time. I, that's what I'm saying. And why why would some of them kind of like not work? He was prescribed them. <laughs> some of them he thinks are placebo, I guess. So he, he uh, there's this interesting thing where I didn't realize this until like, I don't know, my 400th watch today or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. When Frank, because Frank t- is taking these pills with a beer. He's taking these with yeah. a beer. That's what he's washing out with. And I was like, where did he get that beer? So when he when he walks in, if oh, you notice, a there's point. a third beer already on the table. Oh, it's interesting. While they're sitting there, it's already there. And he comes in, he sits down. It's already there. It's open. It's kind of like half full. He, and he comes in, sits down, and he starts just drinking out of that. Oh wow! I didn't even notice that. It it, it occurs to me now. Yeah, he would have had to have gotten a beer, but where did it come from? No, yeah, that's me too. I was like, did he stop and grab one, or no? He was just drinking one of the open one that was on the table, a third one. Interesting. So. Uh, Charlie was drinking two beers then? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but it was just a little something I noticed. So at City Fitness, Dee and Dennis go to work out, but quickly realize they are not ready yet. Mm-hmm. Getting in shape, Ross, that's the best health insurance there is. It's the best health insurance you can get. You look good. You feel <laughs> good. It's all connected, baby. Yeah, and Dee says... Yeah, mind, body, abs. Yeah, the mind. That, it's mind, body, soul. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> mind, body, soul. Because I, I googled mind, body, abs to see if she was like referencing something. I wouldn't be surprised I couldn't if find anything. Oh, really? Okay, good. I, <laughs> I was like, some thing. some fitness like guru out there, like Billy <laughs> Blanks or something, is probably trying to push something <laughs> like that. <laughs> right. No, I couldn't find anything, mm-hmm. but she wants to get so she wants to get those side abs. Yeah, those side abs. And D, but Dennis though, Dennis doesn't. Yeah, Dennis doesn't. He wants those too, but he doesn't want to get too bulky. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to get too bulky. He wants that lean look. He wants that Jesus on the cross. Yeah, that nice lean and tight Jesus on the cross <laughs> look. Crucifixion must have been really good for you, for your core, because Jesus had the best abs. <laughs> and then they say something so funny here, where he goes, "Yeah, no pain, no gain." Yeah, he probably started that. Yeah, he had good <laughs> messages. <laughs> <laughs> talking about <laughs> what are they talking about it is so funny it's just so st- that whole like jesus ad things almost sounds like something mac would be saying too it's like a mac thing almost there's a lot of like vocabulary in like the writing it um all together that like even when D- dennis is talking about toxins like later yeah. like you're probably flushing out your talk i feel like that's a mac thing and i don't know why to me that feels like uh, a yeah, mac like, thing ma- Right, 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 yeah, like false medical information. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the it's kind of like the apple eats the the, the yes. What is it? The skin the, of the apple. Yes, it's kinda riddled like with toxins. Thing. That's why you can't eat <laughs> eat the skin. Well, they're gonna they're gonna start off here with cardio mm-hmm. and jump and do some cardio. They jump on this treadmill and they jump right off. They're not ready. You know what? I just feel a little bit of low energy. D just had a heart attack, so that explains that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they take a look around, and I love this language. I see a lot of people utilizing a lot of shakes and powders. And if <laughs> yeah. you look around, there are a lot of people drinking shakes. I mean, at some, uh, some like, um, you know, gyms, there is, like, a like a shake counter, like, where, like, someone will make you a shake. Ross, are you a, have you are you a gym guy? Uh, I I'm often on a workout guy. Yeah, w- we've been to the gym together. We used to go sometimes. 
I, yep. I am barely a, I am not a workout guy. I, f- I have to force myself, and I do it so frequent, so like infrequently. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I don't know. It's, it's hard a, to keep up. Like, I think that's the thing. A lot of people like might you know reach their goal and just like quit immediately. But it's like yeah. it's it's it has to be a lifestyle, you know. Especially if you want those those Jesus abs, you know. Exactly, and you know, you know what one of my problems is? I I need a new outfit, <laughs> you know, a sick new outfit. Well, I noticed you were rocking <laughs> jeans for I've never <laughs> seen that before. I I love this. So yeah, they're gonna they're like okay, we'll go we'll get the shakes and the powders, and we'll get some new outfits. And 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 D's the one that points out. I, I wore jeans here, and I'm looking around, and I don't see a lot of other people with jeans. And this little Dennis thing of the, <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never seen anyone in the gym with jeans. <laughs> they always do this thing. This is again. This is an always sunny writing where they're talking about one thing, and then they have a little stop down, like a little breakdown, and right. almost a little argument about something else, and then they go back into what they were talking mm-hmm. about. It's it's unbelievable. Don't you wish you you and I could do this in an improv scene somehow? Someday we we have that a little bit sometimes. A I feel bit, like when other people like in the mix they 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 don't they're not aware of what it, we're doing. Because the problem is you'll get hung up on the second thing that we brought up. You yeah, know but I, mean? like I, I do Drop it yeah. so quick. Yeah, like in an improv scene, this this scene would all of a sudden turn into a jeans. People wearing jeans scene. Right. You know what I mean? We're, really, we just want to talk about real quick. And For a second. We just want a snapshot of yeah. it, just to put it on the table and then take it away. It's a hard trick to do. Yeah. And pulls, Always Sunny like pulls it off like, it just, it seems organic. It works. It's mm-hmm. always funny. It's just, it's great. And I don't know if it's like a purposeful thing that they do or if it's like a subconscious thing where that's just the way they write. It, it must be know. the way they write and I like it because it makes it so conversational and real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, definitely, definitely. So yeah, they have this little th- break. And it's so funny too. Like Ross, have you ever seen anyone with jeans? <laughs> like, oh my how god, do you not know? So funny. Like a few years ago, I w- this is when I uh, used to r- ride a bike. Like I'd ride my bike around, you know, and I rode my bike to this area that's like kind of like a two mile trail. So I rode like maybe ten miles to the two mile trail, and. I ran. Uh, I didn't ran and stop and chat, but I saw this uh, woman from high school running with like her boyfriend or husband or something. Yeah. And this guy, it was it was like ninety degrees out, and this guy's <laughs> rocking jeans and he's jogging, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't feel help but feel like you have to feel like an idiot with this guy <laughs> who's just running. He's holding them up with like one hand, and I'm like, Jesus, man, like. Maybe it was maybe he was a surprise. Like it was a surprise. He didn't movie. know, and he just felt the <laughs> rhythm, and he was like, "I'm going for it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just had a spontaneous run. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> but that's that's <laughs> hilarious. Well, they're gonna get fueled up. They're gonna get some sick new outfits, and then they'll be good to go. I like how they have to. They they can't just do it. They have to. No, of course not. They're doing everything but do it. You know, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not the they type of person stall. that wants to put in the work for anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So then, at an office building, we see Mac and Charlie being interviewed for a job. Uh, before we start anything, you got anything on this HR guy? I know you do because uh, I know who he is. I think we all know who he is. <laughs> HR director is Michael Naughton. We know him as our Guajino's waiter. But he was also right. in things like Friends, Elizabeth Town, The Enigma of the Stigma, Superbad, Little Fockers, The League, Mike Tyson's Mysteries, With Bob and David, 
New Girl and Dice. Oh, nice. Yes. And interesting here. I know. It's interesting here. He, uh, they have this guy, and he's... They don't ever, do they ever 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 acknowledge say that, that he, he was this was that, his original job? I don't, I don't, think, I don't they do. think they do. Yeah, which is weird, but because they do acknowledge when he becomes a flight attendant, right? Later yeah, on, yeah. in the, the, the ladies' <laughs> reboot, <the laughs> yeah. Boggs ladies this guy reboot. has a lot of careers. He goes from HR guy to waiter to, um, you know, flight attendant. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's inter- but so. But it's not. It might not be the waiter because he, he he would recognize Charlie and Matt. Oh, for sure. I mean, for the first time. How many? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they must have liked him so much. They brought him back. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, uh, yeah. On the old uh, Seinfeld, the Seinfeld podcast, they would call this guy a double dipper. Ooh. He plays two characters on the show. They called them. Well, the we got dipper. our first double dipper. I mean, is this our <laughs> first double dipper? It's not because remember we had the uh, oh, Duncan. Duncan, was that's the right. Guy, the waiter. The, he was, was, uh, a, was at the, the hosting, restaurant. Hosting. Yeah, yeah, the host, hoster. I said instead of hostess. In case everyone the, was wondering if I smoked before this, I said hoster. <laughs> the hostess. <laughs> so this is so funny. So they're both interviewing as basically one person because he says I, I never seen. The, he reads off the official resume. <laughs> Of <laughs> Mac and Charlie, that's what it says on the top of it. I might have been mistaken. Is that a yellow piece of paper that he's reading that off of? You are one hundred percent correct. It's like okay. they wrote this on it's it. It's not like white. A, <laughs> it's like no, it's yellow. Uh, and this, like, do you remember Step Brothers? Is your Step Brothers? Um, no, I've never seen that movie. Okay, we're not even gonna talk. This is this kind of an interview. There's a scene where like they interview together, kind of similarly. Oh, that's but interesting. Similarly. But they, uh, Katie and I, because Katie was like, oh, this is just like the Step Brothers thing. Oh. And Katie and I looked it up, and they, they these came out like a month apart from each other. That's so weird. But they were obviously filmed way in advance. Right, which, right, you know right. I mean? And I can't remember the Step Brothers. I almost want to say that they're not interviewing together, that one is just there as moral support, but I could be wrong. Okay. No, I've never seen that uh, movie. I mean, it's in my wheelhouse, but it was just one of those that went by and I never yeah. looked back to. It's actually, I actually remember it being pretty funny. Okay. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit that out because I didn't do the research to look up the Step Brothers thing, so I could be way off because I don't ex- really remember quite what that scene is. I remember there's a I don't scene. Know, maybe someone listening someone. might know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, email us. Let us. Know. I'll keep this all in then. Email us <laughs> at uh, alwayssunnycastpod at gmail dot com. They figured they'd save some paper, go green. I like how Mac thinks he's impressing him by saying totally. that. Yeah. Like the guy's like, I've never he, seen this before. He's like, well, I thought we'd go green. You know, he has a smirk yeah. on his face like, bet you never saw that before. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the guy was reading off some of the resume here and says that uh, some of the duties that they had, you know, other than ordering stuff at the bar is taking care of business. TCOB? He says, isn't it just TCB? It's not TCOB. Um, TCOB. TCB. I think I've heard both. Really? Yeah, yeah. All right. I feel like I that's a TCB. Spencer thing, by the way, too. One thousand TCOB. To be to even be like to, to, to acronym phrase, something like that. Business. Yeah. Or like to put on like saying like his job description is taking care of business. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do? Take care of business. <laughs> and it says uh, it says here um, has been in, has been in con- complete control of everything in his life. 
<laughs> Isn't that a funny thing to put on a resume? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, who else would be in control of your life? Yeah, as if like that's some sort of management position or like Look, some sort to brag of like... about. Well, you know what, sir? There's certain things you can't have control of. <laughs> yeah, that's Charlie. That's Charlie <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> you're not exactly, he's like, not exactly everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but you, you're going you're gonna to understand that the, the lack, the stuff they lack in formal education, they can make up with street smarts. Mm-hmm. This is so Mac. We can wheel, we can is. deal, we can oversee hostile takeovers. Like he's so, this is so mad. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a mailroom gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a mailroom gig, and there's only one position. Ooh, kind of a package deal, sort of work as a team. Don't you love this that they're not selling each other out? No, yeah, I love it. Yeah, like, yeah. I, that they're on the same team. Like another, you know, another way to take this is to sell each other out, mm-hmm. which they do all the time. Yeah, with each other. I wouldn't be surprised if is, they did it here. Yeah, this is nice that they kind of like are. They were kind of looking forward to working to- together too. <laughs> yeah, they kind of like like they're very, they're going into this with a lot of like zest and like enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And th- they're like, how about okay? How about that they split the pay? They could split the pay. And that's Charlie's idea too. He's like, yeah, let me s- let's see if I can sell you even harder. <laughs> let's play that. Yeah, You'd be willing to do and that. And, 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 and Mac backs him up with, yeah, this is not about money at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Frankly, you don't have to pay us at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gonna pay them something. So that's minimum wage. That's a gov- <laughs> hell yeah. That's a government salary right there. The government salary is that not an incredible phrase? I love it. That's a government salary. It's so that is like it's kind of condescending. It's like oh the yeah. government thinks yeah, this yeah. is a livable wage, and that's that's what it is. You, yeah, you know those two different like minimum wages. So th- there's mean? like a state minimum wage, and there's a federal. I think the federal oh. is in place to make sure the state doesn't go minimum. below that. Yeah, it's a minimum. Yeah, it's a minimum. But like. The state can just say, well, our minimum wage is a different thing completely. They don't wow. have to necessarily follow the federal minimum wage. I think that's weird. Yes. It's, it's I strange. mean, that's a state's rights thing. Yeah, state's rights thing. But yeah. yeah. That, well, they're, they're, they're like, good. Yeah, they love it. They'll take a government salary. <laughs> sure. And they, 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 they high-five this guy. They're, they're very, the job they're, is both of yours. Congratu- congratulations to you. <laughs> I would love to end a <laughs> job interview like that. Uh, I was watching this with fiance Katie, and she was like, that's the last time that actor has acted could act like happy on the on the show whenever he comes oh, yeah. back or whatever because he's the way because what they do to the way oh man they poor guy you know i couldn't find anything on the waiter like i looked like on the always sunny wiki there's no guigino's waiter his own kind of wiki and like it's int- like he is a character yeah, no he, he is, is a, a recurring character, character. They, i mean they revisit him the most recent season i found a like recurring character list like on wikipedia mm-hmm. and he's not on it that's a that's an undersight. I think so too. Yeah, he's definitely somebody that's like on the bench. Mm-hmm. Totally. So then, back at City Fitness, Dean and Dennis briefly attend a spin class and then get kicked out. Now this is a pretty iconic scene. Yeah, I this think. is great. This is incredible. I separated this, so this is up until they walk out. Okay. But I separated, so I kind of separate, kind of like paste them out mm-hmm. here. This is like this. Okay, they come walking in here. Does Dennis want some fat burner? Well, he's on some nitric oxide energy stack. 
What the hell? I, I did look that? up nitric oxide to see what it was is for, and I I found that it's helpful for five different things. One, erectile dysfunction. Two, muscle soreness. So, like, recovery of, of your muscles. Um, three, lower your blood pressure. Four is a it's an exercise performance um, enhancer. It delivers more oxygen and nutrients to the muscles and blood. I guess I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. And number five, yeah. it helps you manage your type two diabetes. Okay, great. So Dennis is on this, as if his muscles need some sort of recovery. I mean, he's never had he's... a hard time getting it up. So <laughs> no, in fact, he could do it like manually, like whenever he wants. <laughs> I, I bet. he does that one episode. <laughs> he, he goes, he does it in an episode. He's like, oh, now I'm hard. Now I'm not. Now I'm hard. Now I'm not. <laughs> he does it like in an episode. Uh, and they, there's an instructor here at the top of the spin class. Uh, you got anything on this instructor? Yes. Danzo Gordon. He was born 1979 from Toronto, Canada. He was in American History X, Dear Wendy, Dirty Deeds, Hangtime, Kroll Show, and Saving Hope. Ross, I want to read you something here from the Always Sunny Wiki page. It's under the it's under the trivia. Hold on one second. I got to get to are it. You, are you spoiling the, the big game right now? Uh, you know how much I look no. forward to that game and... I mean, I'm putting my foot down. If you're going to ruin the game for me, this is probably the end of our friendship. Don't don't, <laughs> don't worry. There's, there's still a game. This is just one little thing. This is just something I found interesting. I wouldn't have used it as a as one of those trivia things. It's just I don't really understand it, and I don't... It's, okay, it's not trivia, is what you're saying? Well, the, this is on the trivia. This is what it says. It's always hard to find the theme colors of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. In this episode, we see it reflected on the spin class instructor's outfit. Dean insults him by calling him a bumblebee and a coach dickenballs. Ross, is that trivia? Do you, you consider that trivia? No, that's just saying what happens in the episode. That was more of a summary than anything. <laughs> what, do you think this instructor is yellow and black on purpose to match the Always Sunny no, logo? No. I don't think no, so. This is like a wild <laughs> coincidence. Uh, yeah, like, and what I would even mean? say it's say it's a, con- a coincidence. It just is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what What do they mean by it's always hard to find the colors of it's always sunny in Philadelphia? <laughs> what do they Who's mean by it hard that? for? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. We're like in the show in real life. It's just yellow and black, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I was just a confused. There's a whole song thing. called Black and Yellow. I mean, is that ripping? Is that? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That was just a little something I found very interesting. I just made a little note of it. I wanted to read. Wow. They, 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 they're, they're. The coach here wants to know. The instructor here wants to know if anyone has any physical ailments, anything he needs to know about, just before you know when he starts the class. Pretty standard thing. Yeah. I. Uh, I, but I. Excuse me. I just had a heart attack. <laughs> Maybe you should turn this techno music down a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, they don't like the like. This is like techno music kind of going on in the background here. Yeah, they don't like what's going on here because they can't really hear him. <laughs> and so Dennis is like, "Oh, I'll I'll take I'll get I'll take I'll get to this." He gets up <laughs> and he starts going through, starts going through the guy's uh, like CDs and stuff. What are you doing, man? Uh, but as he's walking up, I, don't you love Dennis's not feeling these tunes? Yeah, like he just like shuts he it off it? too. It's like ah, oh, he does this like ah. Oh, don't we all feel better now? And when he says, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And he says, what are you, what are you doing here, man? I'm just rifling through your music. <laughs> rifling through your music. I like that. That's something you would like 
read as a, like a description of what happened, but you would never really <laughs> say that out loud. You know, yeah, rifle. rifle. That's like when they were going to rifle off fireballs mm-hmm. when they were blowing the uh, <laughs> gasoline. Yeah. D wants to know if there's any 80s. I love that. That's a nice yeah. specific that, you know, it's a gang yeah. thing that we they all like the 80s type music and genre in yeah. general. Uh, no, there's no 80s, though, but uh, he's got a Steve Winward CD in his car. It's all good. And <laughs> I got a Steve Winward car. <laughs> it's CD all good, car. Yeah. <laughs> and to uh, eagle-eared listeners, Steve Winward's "Higher Love" is our intro song. It's the background mm-hmm. music to our intro, like clip thing. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's we, like um, the. It would take a while before you could actually like probably name that tune because like the the "Bring Me a Higher" doesn't really kick in for like a long time if you actually listen to the song, but like it's a uh, nice little tidbit. When I was putting it together, I wanted something that conveyed like the show, the show yeah. but wasn't the actual theme song. Mm-hmm. And this his Dennis's Steve Winward eighties music thing, I just love. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, higher love is like, and it's just got like a jaunty tune to mm-hmm. it. It's like because when he says like, yeah, I got Steve Winward album, and he says like, uh, the guy's like, no, 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 what? I was like, why? What's wrong with Steve Winward? Yeah, higher love. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what do you mean? What's wrong with Steve Winward? Yeah, he thinks like um like the Steve Winward aspect of this is what's wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, not that they're like doing exercise and they need like like higher love is not a song to exercise. Right. To. The the instructor wants like some sort of like high energy like you know crank it out pumping type. beat. Yeah, yeah, like a pumping beat to go with the pedaling. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's gonna and the guy's like, no, no, no. I choose the music here. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I apologize. I didn't know what did. this was all about you. Oh, he is the instructor of the class. <laughs> I guess. So it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, uh, maybe D shouldn't even be there, though. I mean, she just had a heart attack. The guy's like, you know, you shouldn't be here. Well, maybe you shouldn't dress like a bumblebee, bitch. <laughs> oh. And Dennis. Dennis <laughs> be like, oh, you just got dog. You got dog. Oh. I wish he used the phased. Well, they do at the end of this when they come back with the muscle. The muscle doesn't get used. The face. Oh, remember like faced, Corman. But that is what he's doing. Oh, when that's he what he's the, saying? Yeah, instead of saying like faced, he's saying, uh, well, we'll get there. Okay. But I, that is this. I think he's doing the same joke. Okay. I, yeah. I wish he did it again. So... So yeah, they, you you just got dogged, <laughs> and they start to, they start to leave. And before we get out of this scene, real quick, let's let's we let's talk about their outfits. Mm-hmm. They're dressed now like gym rats or something, or like De- Dennis looks wild. Uh, the backpack Dennis is wearing a backpack. Is it the one with the fingerless water? gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I don't even yeah the, the wa- camelback fingerless gloves. He's wearing like fingerless gloves, a sleeveless shirt. D kind of looks like normal workout yeah. stuff. But Dennis looks real over the top with the gloves and the headband. Yeah, a lot of gear. Like, the backpack, a lot of gear. That's, yeah, that's the like one so thing I never gear. got into with, like, gym. Like, maybe gloves, but not, like... Yeah. Like... Yeah. Not, they're more just, like, just to protect your hands from abrasion, but... That's about as far as I go. So Dennis and D walk to Dennis's car where he gets a CD and brings it back to the bubble bin. I like how they're sticking to we're going to get a CD and to bring it back. But, like, you can kind of forget that. If you're listening to their conversation and just like, 
it looks like they're leaving. Right. Yeah, that's what's brilliant. That's what's so brilliant about this. Is it looks like they're leaving, but they're really just doing that thing and just to get back at that guy. <laughs> but they're but they're having an incredible conversation I, here. When I know. Out. And this is a one shot. This is a one shot. I know. It's so much like fun. The camera doesn't cut. It. You walk all the way to the car and all the way back to the door in one take. Mm-hmm. What a spin class? Bunch of hamsters on a wheel. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna ride a bike. Hard. I'm gonna ride a bike fast, and oh, I'm not gonna go anywhere. And then Dennis here with this for no <laughs> reason because they weren't involved with these guys at all. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just gonna put metal on a metal bar and lift that metal like a metal jerk. <laughs> like, <laughs> the metal jerk part is like <laughs> <laughs> Why is he talking about weightlifting? Like, why is he like? They no I don't know. He, he, he's against the whole <laughs> institution at this point. <laughs> The well, regardless, they're feeling like the supplements are working. Oh yeah, supplements are doing, doing a great job. job they're running. working. Got a ton yeah, of energy. Yeah. Heart rates up. Ton- yeah, Dennis's veins is popping. He's <laughs> so vascular. Yeah, they look good. They feel good. Mm-hmm. Except for you know, D's been having explosive diarrhea. Oh, and that's probably your body <laughs> getting rid of all the toxins. <laughs> yeah, I love Dennis's. Oh, have you? Like, <laughs> and at this at this point, they're at the car. And you see Dennis open the car, and he reaches in, he grabs something. They don't show you what he's getting, though, which is so good. Yeah. Cool. You don't realize it's a CD until later. We get the reveal. It's kind of fun. Yeah, he gets it, and he puts it in his pocket very quickly. Mm-hmm. And they shut the door, and they start walking back. And, yeah, that's Dee's body flushing all the toxins. Dennis, on the other hand, he hasn't gone days. Ooh. But you know what? That's his body working to 100% capacity. <laughs> it's absorbing all the nutrients and not wasting a single thing. Where are they getting this information? They are so <laughs> full of shit. It's crazy. <laughs> also, not to be like a like pedantic about this, but like they are definitely you know how like the the shot of city fitness or whatever it's called. Yeah, they are definitely walking in and out of a different building. Okay, yeah, yeah I see what you saying. They they if I, I'm gonna take a wild guess and say they're in Center City. Is that like the downtown area of Philly? I think it's called Center City. It looks like that. It looks like um, it would be like downtown Boston when they're walking. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? It looks like very city-ish, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's like a big giant building, is what you mean, right? It looks like a big building. Yeah, I mean, like it, the, the the structure of that building that they show, and then the one they yeah. walk out are definitely different. There's like a like a like a pillar when they walk out and there's not that pillar yeah. and also i would have noticed like dennis's car parked when they show the outside they, outside show. they also ne- they also never show them going in or out of the building they're only ever in that like little gym area and the spin class mm-hmm. so yeah i mean maybe yeah they probably were filmed in two different places dennis's body is taking itself ser- taking its job seriously <laughs> And they think, D, but D wants to up the supplements because they know the supplements are working mm-hmm. and working out blows. So let's eliminate that. Yeah, totally. That's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? If you want to take this one step further and work on a muscle they've been neglecting the entire time, and it's the most important muscle in the entire body, the face. And, and at this time, they, they have walked in back into the spin class. Mm-hmm. And the spin class is going on. There's people. <laughs> the instruction is like mid-direction, on. too. He's like, yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you just said, they, sh- they shut the, they shut the music off, puts on the Steve Winwards high <laughs> love, the muscle, the face. And the way he looks at him, this is him doing that faced thing. You've been faced. Mm-hmm. Okay. This I is that. He's just doing it in a more like kind of like 
poetic way, like a funner. It's kind of like, dramatic a little bit. It's like it's sassy dramatic a little also. bit. <laughs> it's dramatic, yeah, like in your face, like the face. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it's cool how they do this. And Steve Winwood's Higher Love comes on. Uh, this is probably, I think I have it written here, this is probably Back in the High Life. That's what album that this song is on by Steve Winwood. Oh, nice. It's probably oh, I- that. Or it could be a... It could be a mix that Dennis has made. I'm you know, sure it's just mix. a higher love over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Very possible. We we also get out of this scene with, with D calling him Coach Dick and Balls. Now, what does that mean? I have no idea. I was hoping maybe you would look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Not a clue. It's a gift for you, Bumblebee. I, yeah, I don't know the Coach Dick and Balls reference. I can probably look that up while we're sitting here, but... Yeah, I am only finding that associated with this episode. All right, yeah, it's probably something just crazy D says. <laughs> so then at an office building, we see Charlie delivering some mail until Mac comes up with his own plan to pretend to be the new guy. Mr. Taylor, whose grandpa was a sailor. There you go, Mr. Scott, who drinks his coffee hot. There it is. Mr. White, whose wife is not too bright. There you go. Oh, dude, I'm trying to network by the water cooler. Oh, yeah, and I'm doing both of our jobs here. So you want to help out? Okay, the mail doesn't stop down there, Mac. I need help. All right, this is Felix's pile. He receives for Eric. He receives for Janet. Don't ever look Janet in the eyes because she's a horrible devil woman. Dude, I feel like you were taking this shit way too seriously. Will you just help me out, man? This is Johnson's mail, okay? Now, Johnson's gone AWOL for the week with the wife and kids down in Orlando. So I want you to keep a pile in a neat stack somewhere. That's all Johnson's mail. Whoa, 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 wait a second. This guy's in Orlando for the week? Yeah, man, come on, help me out here. Oh, hold on a second, bro. This is a perfect opportunity. I'm gonna hang out in his office and pretend I'm the new guy. Uh, I don't think that's gonna work, dude. Uh, have you seen the secret of my success? Uh, they're gonna catch on to you. Uh, yeah, but before they do, I will come up with an idea that will save the company millions and they'll be forced to promote me. Uh, are you sure? How's that movie end, dude? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, he bangs that old lady, and then they play that song from the 80s, uh, Day Bao Bao. What the hell is Day Bao Bao? Day Bao Bao. Chica-chica. Oh, Day Bao Bao. Oh, Day Bao Bao. Day Bao Bao. Chica-chica. I love this scene so much. <laughs> it's a lot of this fun. This is like, this is incredible. Like from start to finish, I mean, I mean, Charlie doing the like, Taylor, whose grandpa was a sailor, and he, like Mr. Scott, who likes his coffee hot. Like, Mr. White, incredible. whose wife's not too bright. I, I love that like he's already like, a fixture in the building you know like he's yeah, a character is, that like knows yeah. everybody he's like a who's who of the office this is this is later on but it's just like when he becomes the janitor. a professor yeah when he's the janitor yeah, at the professor. School, he's the professor like this is just like that where like yeah he like ingrains himself because he is kind of a likable guy yeah he is kind of charismatic in that way that like he could just assimilate into a building this little thing with a guy when he says like wife is not too bright, the the <laughs> actor guy here like, gives him like a look. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I wonder how much of this is true. Like, is he making this up, or was that guy's grandfather a sailor? Like, does Scott drink a lot of coffee? Like, like, like. I can imagine if I was doing it, I'd be making them all up. But you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mac Mac is is not working here. Though. No, Mac is networking here by the cooler. 
He's just kind of like hanging out. No, what do, you, what do you think his version of networking is? Oh. Like bullying these pricks into like giving him a better yeah, job? I or? don't know. I don't know. I couldn't talk to him for like two <laughs> minutes. If I was talking to him for two minutes, I'd like, I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I'd have to leave. We we skipped over this in the interview scene, but this, uh, we should address that like Charlie's wearing like a With shirt and tie. And Mac He's wearing, wearing his uh, lawyer outfit, basically. His lawyer outfit, yeah. Uh, but Mac has something I've never seen him in before, like a sweater vest. With a tie, mm-hmm. shirt and tie, he they, he looks good, better than he normally would. Right, yeah, yeah. He looks like preppy, kind of. Uh, Charlie wants him to, to start helping out the, with the mail. There's all this stuff going on with the mail. He's helping out. So here's Felix's pile. Felix receives for Eric and Janet. Don't look Janet in the eye. She's a horrible <laughs> devil woman. <laughs> what is, I wonder what happened with Janet. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like personalities in offices, especially like people of certain ranks, can just be like. Yeah. Pretty vicious. I I used to work in like a shipping receiving department. Was it so like was it like this? Like uh, this sort of Sometimes vibe? I would have to, you know, sort and deliver mail. So it was like you could just deal with like the people that like you just all you want to do is like hand them a package but like they're like uh, no matter what time of day it is, like they're in a bad mood. It's yeah. like just take your fucking package and get away from like <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. How am I like the the target of your anger? Right I've now? never worked in like an office situation like this. this yeah, don't, un- <laughs> don't. Uh, Mac takes the mail. This takes the mail here and just throws it and just like hits the wall. <laughs> makes a great noise. <laughs> it almost like hits a guy. Like <laughs> I love it. Like <laughs> if you look at the scene, like it truly, like no one noticed. Like no one's kind of no looking. one cares either. And I bet that mail would have stayed on the floor forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, he this he goes okay. This is Johnson's mail, but Johnson's gone AWOL for the weekend with the wife and kids. Russ, you know what the term AWOL means? Uh, AWOL, I believe it's like a military term. That's right. But like it's going like off campus of some kind. It means what do you got? It means absent without official leave. Well, I mean, I'm sure this guy scheduled the vacation. <laughs> That's I know. That's why it's funny. It is like a slang term people use, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's not AWOL, <laughs> technically. Right. I'm sure he's, they know where he is. But it is sort Especially because like they know where he is. <laughs> but it sort of is like a slang thing he uses. Yeah, he, he's off. And he he does know like that this guy's away and that he's in Orlando. So like Charlie has like... Some like knowledge, knowledge. of people in the office. Yeah. And this is where Matt gets the idea that he's going to <laughs> he's gonna hang out in this guy's office and pretend he's the new guy. Okay, let's before right. we go any further, let's talk about how why would the new guy be in Johnson's office? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, this is great because it doesn't make much sense. Also, he's trying to live out the movie The Secret of My Success. Yeah, Have you said, ever seen that movie? I, Ross, this episode, this episode of Always Sunny references three movies I have not mm-hmm. seen. I have not oh, seen Oh, really? This. Yeah. I've have seen The Secret of My Success. You've and seen, I've seen this movie? I watched it this week in preparation. Holy shit. I watched the oh yeah scene. The scene with the oh yeah. I, wa- yeah. I watched that scene specifically to see what Mac is talking about. Mm-hmm. Mac has it all out of order. He doesn't have it right. Oh all. yeah. It's not It's not a beat by beat of the movie. Like Michael J. Fox, he goes to New York City. He's from the country. He's going to New York City because he has a job out there. And the day he shows up to work his job, he the the guy <laughs> is like packing up the business and like he's like no one has a job here anymore. So like, in order to save face, he like gets like a mailroom gig 
and uh, a bunch of people were laid off in that office. And he notices like a vacant office, and he just decides to split his time working in the mailroom and then working in that office, like pretending to be the new guy. And so, like he like starts sitting with like the higher ups at lunch, and just like he schmoozes his way into like like becoming like a part of the board, like board meetings and stuff. And he actually does put in the work to, um, you know, this is become this- like. This is exactly what Mac thinks. This is so. This is exactly this is what he what Mac thinks he's do. doing, right? Yeah. But like you said, Michael J. Fox's character uses an empty office, which I think is key to pretending to be a new guy. Yes, you can't be right. in someone else's office. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you just and I I, agree. This, this whole little thing of the uh, have you seen Secret SS? Uh, yeah, dude. How's that movie? Like they keep going uh. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love, this, I love like, the. Uh, how does that movie end, dude? And I, he, I say that to people all the time when I think <laughs> they're saying something like that isn't true, or like if they're really hopeful about the outcome of something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, really? How does that movie end, dude? Because it doesn't sound real. Like, <laughs> yeah. and so what he says is like, oh, uh, I don't remember. Oh yeah, like he's oh yeah he he bangs that old chick and they play a day Bob song. But they, the day Bow Bow song comes, like, before that in the limo scene, right? Like, bef- And he doesn't bang her. Well, he bangs the, the actually, his aunt. Who right, is, it's, it's the boss's wife. Right? <laughs> the boss's wife. Right. Uh, but not blood. So it was, like, pretty blood. early on in the movie. Yeah, it's not his aunt by blood. It's, like, um, father Yeah, like a mar- marital, married in, yeah. And so he's kind of like, and that's like in the middle of the movie. It's not the end of the movie. Right? Yeah, that's not that's not where the movie ends. Like, <laughs> and they play that day bow bow song, and this is brilliant. And so he's An talking about song. yeah, he's talking about oh yeah by the band Yellow. Mm-hmm. Russ, did you happen to look at the Wikipedia for the song? No, no. What, what do you got? I, I, I'm gonna read you something here. I'm gonna read you something. Oh, well, first let me read the lyrics, okay? These are the lyrics <laughs> to the song Oh Yeah by Yellow. Day Bow Bow. This is Day Bow Bow. These are the lyrics. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. The moon, beautiful. The sun, even more beautiful. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Beautiful. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's it. Beautiful. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, looked the, I, oh, <laughs> I looked at the... I looked at the... So, we can... So, this... You know, this song was made famous from First Beatles Day Off. You've seen that? Yeah, I would say that that's the movie this song is from. Not totally, Secret which of is My Success. No one really I, looks back at this movie and s- <laughs> remembers it at all. Isn't that funny, though? Isn't that such an Always Sunny thing or like a Mac thing to like the off-brand one is the one he knows it from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like... I looked up the song. So, you know, the Wikipedia basically says, you know, it made famous Ferris Bueller. It's been in all kinds of stuff. It became like an 80s, uh, like, cliche songs and commercials. Totally, totally, yeah. Now, this is what it says under production. I'm going to read you. It's a little bit long. This is the entire thing it says under production. This is bizarre (laughs) to me. I don't know who wrote this. This is all it says under production. Describing the composition of Oh Yeah, Blank said... First, I did the music, and then I invited Dieter to sing along, and he came up with some lines which I thought 
no, Dieter, it's too complicated. We don't need that many lyrics. <laughs> I had the idea of this guy, a fat little monster, sits there very relaxed and says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So I told him, why don't you just try to sing along on the oh, yeahs? Dieter was very angry when I told him this. And he said, are you crazy all the time? Oh, yeah. Are you crazy? I can't do this. No, no. Come on. Come on. And then he said, some lyrics like the moon, beautiful. Is this too much? And I said, no, it's okay. And then he did this, oh, yeah. And at the end, he thought, yeah, it's nice. He loved it himself also. And also, I wanted to install lots of human noises, all kind of phonetic rhythms with my mouth. You hear lots of noises in the background, which are done with my mouth. That's it. That's all it says on the production. Wow, what a story. <laughs> he made sounds with his mouth. I got, but isn't it funny how somebody wanted to add lyrics to this? And this guy's like, no. You, it's just, no, oh, yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> the guy's like, can I say the moon is beautiful at least? And he's like, yeah, yeah, fine. Say the moon's beautiful. It's crazy. What a, it's, that, what that's it's, like uh, the, that that conversation reminded me of um, like Seinfeld when like what's this show about? It's about nothing. Well, yeah. something has to happen. No, nothing. No, no. Dieter, you don't understand. No, Dieter, you don't understand. It's just a fat little demon that says, "Oh yeah." That concept is wild. Strange. Yeah. The, it, 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 this a fat um, little demon monster. Uh, the 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 band Yellow is a a Swiss band actually. It's a Swiss electronic duo. Is there is there a man named Bowser in that group? No, Dieter and Boris. Boris Blank. Okay, Boris and Dieter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are they? <laughs> what do you guys say, rocking Bullwinkle villains? <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> they they uh, so he's like yeah he's like he's like the Day Bow Bow song. And he's like, Charlie, of course, is like, what do you like? What's the day, Bob? Like, no, I never heard it referred yeah, to like that ever. It's a call, but like, you wouldn't know it by its real name. No, and I'll, it's so obvious that it's called Oh Yeah. <laughs> it's like so obvious, but like in the Wikipedia article, it actually says that it came, it became informally known as the Ferris Bueller song. Yeah, which is like course. how you would refer to it. Like when he's like, yeah. oh, you know, the, I like if he was talking like if I was telling you about Secret of My Success, I would say, oh yeah, and then they played the first Beulah song. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say then they played Day Bow Bow or the Secret <laughs> of My Success song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, what's what's Day Bow Bow? You know, Day Bow Bow. Day Bow Day Bow. Bow. And then Charlie's like, Charlie's like, oh, oh, yeah. Charlie's like, Charlie starts getting in. Charlie starts getting like, oh, shoot. And they start like doing it together. It sounds awesome. They do like a little fun duet. I like it. And as he's doing this, Mac is creeping back into the office. I love that move. Yeah. And then like Charlie tries to throw the mail in there. Like, at least bring the mail in there, which he's right. (laughs) He can't even do that. He can't even even help him like a little bit. So then we see Frank out on the street tripping on his new meds. And I guess there's not much to say about this quick little scene other than Frank just kind of wandering through the street. Yeah, Frank is just like really wide-eyed walking through the street. He's in a blur, you know. If, if, if you notice, he's in a green polo shirt and the collar is like all tucked up underneath his shirt. Like his collar is all kind of screwed up. Like he put his shirt on wrong. I mean, other than that, yeah. there's really not much else going on. Yeah, he's just looking around. So then back at the office building, we see Mac and Charlie in the mailroom as Charlie explains his system. Now, so things escalate real quick. I mean, Charlie's walking around the office kind of worried. Yeah. And now the, 
this smoke like it's like smoky in here it's like looks like, <laughs> kind of like it's kind of reminds me of the the uh sweatshop yeah 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 it's got like that sweatshop vibe yeah yeah yeah. it has and, that escalation too and meal is just dropping and dropping now i mean uh, it seems like impossible like these mail <laughs> shoots like mail is just falling out like buckets of, like <laughs> stuffed to the brim like okay so i was trying to figure this out so charlie like is making like like this meal that's dropping down is outgoing meal. It's meal yeah. to be brought to the post office, right? Sure, sure. But he's not much of, to he's it. He's sort of <laughs> making like it's meal that has to be delivered inside the building. Well, I mean, there's inter office mail, and then there's like outgoing okay. mail. So okay, I guess like true. he has to sort what's going to be brought around the building okay. and what's going to be brought to the post office. But still, that's pretty simple. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be going into two piles, not three piles. <laughs> like, <laughs> So the meal that would be, so, you know, depending on the company, they could have a high meal out volume of stuff. I mean, it could be possible. Sure. Yeah. But it's, it's really exaggerated, obviously. There's meal everywhere. I mean, it's cartoonish. I mean, it's like falling rapidly. <laughs> and when he, I love Matt coming in here like, whoa, dude, you're smoking now? And he's smoking to calm his nerves. I like that, you know, it, he justifies it by saying, well, he's got health insurance now. He yeah, can't smoke. Like, I like how he's causing problems and just Max to like, cash in on that <laughs> insurance. Yeah. And Max's like, yeah, okay, I'll take one too then. So Mac takes one too. Mac's got to calm his nerves. It's like a shock tank up there. <laughs> he can't I, handle it. I love this, like, I love this that Charlie says, oh, yeah, and have some coffee too. Like, things that don't calm you down. Yeah, things that really <laughs> bring you up. Yeah, yeah, have some coffee too. And uh, I love uh, this. This uh, Mac look around. What's your system here, bro? <laughs> well, it's, you know what? It's pretty complicated. <laughs> it's pretty complicated. Milk goes in three sections depending on how important he thinks it is. Right. You know, the least important meal, he's going to burn that. Of course. The middle important stuff. Middle important. important. Who <laughs> like phrases that. that like that? <laughs> middle important. Go ahead. He addresses and mails back to himself to buy him some more time. Smart. The, but the most important stuff, though. That stuff gets delivered. But most of the time, he burns that, too. <laughs> this is Charlie's system. This is crazy. And he's kind of like a weird panic. His voice is kind of like different. Like, he's kind of like, he's amped up. He's so amped up about this. Well, he's, I think he's got that smoker voice now, like, kicking yeah, in. Yeah. And Mac looks around. I love it. Mac looks around. Okay, you've got it on the control here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the way to get involved. But I, li- I like how Charlie's like flinging mail still. Just and flinging it, like, it wherever. It's Mac in the face. <laughs> then Mac puts his cigarette out on the mail. In the important mail. On the important mail. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Charlie's just... getting ahead of the burning part. And then we cut to Frank being turned over to the care of a nursing home. Rush, yeah. you have anything on anybody in this scene? Yes, we have. Policeman and Nurse. Policeman is played by Roy Jackson. He was in Unhitched, The he- The Shield, Days of Our Lives, Blue Bloods, Orange is the New Black, Fangirl, and The Blacklist. Nurse is played by Judy Barton. She was in Monk, The Hoax, Cold Case, Because I Said So, Aces and Eights, and Assassin's Run. Nice. Now, Russ, have you ever seen One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest? No, but l- much like the other... These are both Kubrick movies, right? The one we referenced with The, uh, the Shining... Yeah. And One Flew is a I don't know. Uh, Kubrick as well, right? I have no idea. 
I only vaguely know these just because they're pop culture references. Right, of course. The Simpsons do parodies of this and this and that. Mm-hmm. That's how I know. Like, a, a guy rips a, a water fountain out and breaks the window and Homer runs out. Like, it's kind of the same. Like, it's a scene from the movie. Okay. But That's cool. I, I, I have a breakdown. I'm, I'm gonna re- This also applies to some of the later stuff that we see here with Frank. But I'm going to read what I found on the internet, a little breakdown of the comparisons of what is going on here. with Because this is a straight parody. Like, we're... Always Sunny will usually say, hey, we're doing One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But this is more of one where they don't tell you. This is just you know what? a straight uh, Dude, parody. I was thinking the same thing. Because Charlie's storyline kind of falls into the same vein. A uh, Beautiful Mind, you mean? Yes. Yeah, he didn't set out to do A Beautiful Mind. A Beautiful Mind and One Flew Over F- the Cuckoo's Nest happened them. to them. Yeah, find them. I which know I think is fun, reversal. I wonder if there were things in the past that were like that that we just didn't nab. Maybe. Yeah, it could be possible. Yeah. So here, here's, here's what's going on, okay? There are multiple references to the movie One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, which was Danny DeVito's film debut, by the way. Oh, wow. So a, a character named Martini, which is also the name of Danny DeVito's character in the film, like, Danny, like DeVito's Martini, this Martini sits perched on the back of a chair. He is playing a card game with no regards to the rules. His repeated line, hit me, Mac, is taken directly from the film. So that guy that's there going, hit me, hit me, that was Danny DeVito in... Dude, I was wondering, because in the credits, like uh, in the IMDb, there is a man named Martini, and I was wondering, well, who the hell is Martini? So you do have... So re, let's, uh, can you pop up his credits? Let's get him in there, because I mean, if he's credited... Martini? Yeah. yeah, Martini is Tim Vivini. He was in puppeteer. Uh, he was a puppeteer for McDonald Land. He was oh, a wow. double buddy. What? Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, he was a body double from Tales from the Crypt, Richie's uh, Richie vs. Christmas, and he was a stand-in on Star Trek Insurrection, okay, The Benchwarmers, cool. Poseidon, Nancy Drew, and I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yes, this is Martini. He's named, you know, only because this is what Danny DeVito was playing, this role, same role. Okay, cool. They have a little homage to Danny. Yeah. The orderlies wear white uniforms with black bow ties, like the orderlies in the film. The Mm. head nurse resembles Nurse Ratched, though one hopes she isn't like Nurse Ratched in other ways. That's what it says here in the thing. I don't know. I didn't see the movie, so I don't really know what that means. But... This also, this is so funny because when I was reading this, that the head nurse resembles Nurse Ratched, that that the, in Futurama, Bender gets like committed to like a robot mental asylum, and okay. the nurse is Nurse Ratchet, and I thought oh. it was just like a joke because it's a robot, so I thought yeah, it was just yeah. like a joke because like a ratchet wrench, yeah. but this it, it's actually a joke from this, so, so I learned two things reading this. Yay. So you learned a lot today. Light, easy listening music plays in the background at the mental hospital, as in the film. Mm-hmm. There is a large, mute Native American similar to the character of Big Chief. Now, they show Big Chief, uh, they show the, the, this guy quickly in this scene. Do you have his credits? Uh, yes, I have. I credited him. Yeah, I don't know if I credited him in this scene. Um, I do have him somewhere, though. I'll say I'll wait to the end when he pulls the thing out. We'll do it there because that's probably okay. Yeah, that's probably where I credited him. So also, all the patients line up for medication time, as in the film, taking mm-hmm. out a white paper cup with little cups of juice. So that's that. I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's what like that's got a, me. Yeah, that's a scene later on. That's and that's that. Well, I'm just gonna get them all the way here now, though. 
The episode ends with the chief throwing a fountain through a window. There, it's to help Frank escape, whereas in the movie, Big Chief does it for his own escape. And the music at the end of the episode is the closing theme to the film. So that is how all the the ways that it's sort of like it, all I just, the tie-ins. Yeah, just a straight like literally just a straight parody. Well, that's that's fine. I'm here for that. Uh, so they it's like Frank doesn't have not that much going on, not much to do, but it is interesting that they did some pains to really make this like pretty look, accurate. To yeah, the pretty film. accurate and like look like something. Yeah, and especially one that he was in. I think that's pretty cool. I didn't know that about Danny. So yeah, he's turned over here to the to the thing, and there's a nurse here, and she takes him, and they basically take him, and like I mean, I don't know how you just like uh, how he just becomes a patient with no paperwork, no like knows who he is, like. Well, the policeman's like, well, we had no ID. We thought we'd turn him over to you until someone claims him. Who would be claiming him? Yeah, it's a good. How would they know that's where he is? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. And as we try, we find out, he crapped himself. Yeah. And That's you know what? Frank's, Frank's glasses kind of stand out to me in the scene. Like, has his glasses been this big and large? Like, oh, they kind of like window large. I mean, we know Frank from season two having those like kind of like wireframes. Yeah, I don't know. And, like, yeah, he's you know really stepping out of that this season. This is where like his like larger frames come yeah. in. Yeah, I noticed his larger frames. I noticed his larger frames earlier in the hospital scene, too. I kind of, because he's like pushing them up. And yeah. I was like kind of thinking, like, oh, I kind of like those glasses, is actually what I thought. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good look for him. So then inside Johnson's office, Mac gets a phone call from Johnson himself. The Oh Yeah song plays, or Day Bow Bow plays. <laughs> and Mac is just taping up tape. Uh, yeah, he's like wrapping the tape dispenser in the tape with his feet up on the desk. He's like really kicking back. It, d- d- I meant to mention this earlier, but it, doesn't this kind of remind you of the similar thing that George Costanza did in Seinfeld where he wasn't yes. sure if he was going to get the job? So he went and just sat in an office again. But it was different because George sat in an empty office. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like somebody else's office or anything. But it's similar where they're just sitting there doing nothing. George literally <laughs> just looks at the clock or just looks straight forward, I think. Um, so, yeah, the, the, he's just taping up tape and he gets a phone call. He just answers it with a hello. <laughs> I like how he puts it on speaker, too. That's like such a, like a, I don't know. I feel like Mac would do that. <laughs> just a speaker. like. Yeah, because it's sort of like that's what they do in the movies and like he's probably not around speaker phones all that often. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wants to use one. <laughs> And when he's like, who's this? He's like, it's Mac, the new guy. You know, <laughs> but it's Johnson. What are you doing in my office? And I love this, like, Mac's like, uh, he's like, give me your name, your full name. Is Johnson credit? <laughs> no, he is not. Oh, I wonder who's doing that. Yeah, so he's like, give me your name, your full name. I love that. And Mac just hangs up on him. Uh, <laughs> click. <laughs> click. And, uh, that, that's so fun to watch. Did you notice the uh, time on the uh, phone? Ross, I was going to say, let's talk about, I paused it, and let's talk about what it says on the phone, because there's a couple of different things besides the time. Oh, okay. Good. Because I, I only have the time and date, which is 623 um, on a Tuesday, September 2nd, which is an actual date in 2008. It's actually, it's an actual date in 2007. No. I looked it up. 
I looked it up. It's an actual date in 2008. The fi- this this episode was released in October 2008. I mean, I guess it could be filmed a couple months before, a month before. Well, it could just be programmed to say the date. Oh, it could be that too. Uh, yeah, September 2nd is the thing. It's a Tuesday. All right, then. Katie looked it up yesterday and said it was 2007. I'll look that up, too. I mean, it could have been. It w- that would have made sense as well. Um, it it would have actually made more sense to me. But in 2008, it's September 4th. I mean, yeah, 2007, September 4th. You're going to have to fire Katie. Also, though, the time, 623? That's yeah, that's after 5 o'clock and before 7 a.m. So what time of day, is, like, are they staying late at the office? What's This is a late work time. Yeah, I mean, and uh, it, I, this is, like, stupid of me, the note, but the first time they show the phone is 623, but when he hangs up, it's 624. So a minute passed. I don't know why I made a note of that, but I did. <laughs> So then, at Dennis's apartment, Dee injects Dennis with collagen. Now, uh, this is interesting. He, he Yeah, th- they're very on each other's side here at the beginning of this. And he, mm-hmm. Dennis even says, this is great, sis. He even calls her <laughs> sis. It's like real buddy old pal kind of language. Yeah. Dennis says, we get the mind, body, soul going. So he said it right that time. The mind, body, soul. Instead of the mind, yeah. body, abs. Just to get Dennis is equating, so Dennis is saying, oh, we're going to get, yeah, well, let's get my face tight, and then we'll be really healthy. Like, he's equating his face <laughs> being tight with being healthy, right? Is that what yeah. he's doing? He's as healthy as hell. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he knows this for sure. Like, <laughs> what they're doing, like, this sort of, uh, if they're doing, like, Botox and collagen stuff, yeah, I was that's wondering not what health. Necessarily, that's not being. No, healthy. no, of course not. No, in <laughs> fact, they actually put just puts them at risk for things. I think it's crazy. Their room log- for error. <laughs> their logic is so uh, <laughs> that this is like part of being healthy or something. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but, so uh, this too, this is such a great. Uh, okay, uh, you, you sure you're cool with these instructions? Like that's what Dennis is asking Dia. You sure you're cool? With yeah, these they're instructions? in Spanish. That's why, right? And but yeah. she's like, you know, if you know Latin, you know three languages. So, but as far as Dennis knows, she doesn't speak Latin. I don't, but <laughs> uh, there are pictures, so I think I'm good. That is such a funny. Like I know, like in an improv scene, it's kind of a denial, but to be like, oh, you know, once you speak Latin, you can speak like three languages. To be like, but you don't speak Latin. <laughs> <laughs> such a funny it's like, more funny than a denial, so I'll let it go. Yeah, you know? I probably would too. Yeah, <laughs> and the the supplements have been giving D the squirts, as she puts it. And the way yeah. Dennis says, "Oh, I'd I, I know. kill for your bowel moves. Oh, I'd kill." Like the way he says it, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, he gets so like, "Oh, I'd kill for your bowel moves right now." He's like so jealous. <laughs> He's so. Uh, it's so good. And Dennis has his face, these his markings like all over his face. Yeah, he has his like all markered up, like dotted lines, <laughs> like and the, circles, and the rectangle on his forehead. <laughs> yeah. So she, we're gonna find out in a second that she accidentally injects him with collagen. So was it the other stuff for Botox? They never see. Dude, I was gonna ask you the same was. question. Like, what was the other liquid that she know. thought she was gonna inject? It must have been Botox. I'm not really too familiar with like these things. Like, is collagen a uh, like I, considered a Botox of some sort. I no, don't know. I looked it up. I looked it up. I looked it up, sort of 
vaguely, but mm-hmm. no, like a, Botox will make you like tight and stuff. I, I think I think what Dennis would want is Botox, but collagen is like to fill out the lips or something. That's why okay. he kind of swells up. Mm-hmm. So Dennis got these face markings all over, and Dean hits him with a needle, like right like right up under his eye. And then with absolute perfect framing, she holds up a mirror directly in front of Dennis's face. Like not his head, not his head. You can still see his hair and his ears. Yeah, yeah. It just directly in front of his face. <laughs> and you see a reflection it's of the, D's own face. Mm-hmm. It's done so well. I love that because like she's having a reflective moment. Yeah. No pun intended. But like she's talking about what she wants to do. And, you know, she doesn't really care for these these crow's feet that seem to be cr- uh, creeping in. And and, and she's talking about... And this might be crazy. It might be kind of a little crazy, but she's been thinking about doing something with her earlobes. And what would that be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Putting collagen in them? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> she wants to make them bigger. She wants them to I pop. I have no idea. And she pulls the mirror away, and Dennis's face is all swollen up. It's great makeup. It's great. It looks great. He looks kind of, like, sad in a weird way. He looks like he had a stroke. Like, (laughs) half of his face is, like, drooping a bit. Yeah, and he feels a little weird, but that's normal. (laughs) (laughs) It's surprising that Dee doesn't, like, lie to him here and say, yeah, it is normal. She says, no, it's not. And she starts, like, panicking. Yeah, yeah, she panics a bit, and, like, he escalates from, like, it feels weird to there's pain and it stings. Yeah. This is real quick. She thinks she might have mixed them up. And that's what Dennis freaks out. And he says, you injected Mexican collagen into my eye? And he has to throw in that it's it's Mexican collagen. Like, it's illegal (laughs) over-the-border collagen. Yeah, it didn't seem like even if they did this right, it would have went well. You know, yeah. like how could they possibly think they could do this on their own? <laughs> and uh, Dennis thinks he's going blind, and D D starts feeling weird. <laughs> she's not feeling. She's start feeling kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah, her heart's really weak. There's a lot of pressure, you know? She feels like her heart might explode. <laughs> Both of them are not in good shape right now. <laughs> so then at a nursing home, Frank takes some medication. And this is the lineup for medication scene. Again, this is just basically straight from the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we, we get Chief. another um, mentioned nurse, Sherry Perkov. No credits on her, oh, by really? the way. Just thought oh. I'd mention that real quick. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's a quick little scene. So then in the mailroom, Charlie tells Mac about a major company conspiracy. They're on to me, dude. Those guys are sharp as nails up there. You can't put anything past them. Oh my god, dude, I'm freaking out. I am so stressed out. I feel like I'm having a panic attack. You want to talk about stress? You want to talk about stress? Okay? I've stumbled onto a major company conspiracy, Mac. How about that for stress? What the hell are you talking about? This company is being bled like a stuck pig, Mac, and I got a paper trail to prove it. Check this out. Take a look at this. Jesus Christ, That right there is the mail. Now, let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail for you all day, okay? Pepe Sylvia, this name keeps coming up over and over again. Every day, Pepe's mail's getting sent back to me. Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. I look at the mail. Well, this whole box is Pepe Sylvia! So I say to myself, I gotta find this guy. I gotta go up to his office. I gotta put his mail in the guy's goddamn hands. Otherwise, he's never gonna get it. He's gonna keep coming back down here. So I go up to Pepe's office, and what do I find out, Mac? What do I find out? There's no Pepe Sylvia. The man does not exist, okay? So I decided, oh, shit, buddy. I got to dig a little deeper. There's no Pepe Sylvia. You got to be kidding me. I got boxes full of Pepe. All right, so I start marching my way down to Carol and HR, and I knock on her door, and I say, Carol, Carol, I got to talk to you about Pepe. And when I open the door, what do I find? There's not a single goddamn desk in that office. There is no K. 
Carol in HR. Matt, half the employees in this building have been made up. This office is a goddamn ghost town. Okay, Charlie, I'm gonna have to stop you right there. Not only do all of these people exist, but they have been asking for their mail on a daily basis. It's all they're talking about up there. Jesus Christ, dude, we are gonna lose our jobs. Well, calm down, because here's one thing that's not gonna happen. What? We're not gonna get fired. We're not, because we've already been fired. We've lost our jobs? Yeah. About three days ago, a couple pink slips came in the mail. One for you, one for me. So what did I do? I mailed them halfway to Siberia, okay? If we've lost our jobs, that means we've lost our health insurance, which means all of this was for nothing. God damn it, dude, I'm having a panic attack. I'm actually having a panic well, will attack. Will you settle down and have another cup of coffee? I am, bro. All right, well, fine. You know what, Barney? Give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Huh? Who? Barney. He's the guy who tipped me off to Pepe Silvia. Barney? Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell did he? You've lost your mind. You've lost your goddamn mind, Charlie. Now, this is, like, some of the funniest that it can the, get. This is, is something you show to people. Like, this is, like, this is what It's Always Sunny is like. Yeah. You, you show them this, and they're like, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, this shop is nails up there. They're on the Mac. <laughs> they're on to me. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, Sharp They're as on nails. to me. Like, <laughs> it's not even like a real saying, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, and Charlie's like, voice. Did he get caught, by the way? Like, he's know. saying, like, they're on to me. Like, I think he's just panicking from that phone, uh, one phone call. He's I guess he's nervous that me. Johnson is yeah. aware of someone squatting. And the, and the Charlie's voice here is like, yeah, well, Mac, he's like, kind of get this, like, kind of, like, different voice to him. Like, it's strange. It's kind of grumbly. Yeah, and this, he, 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 he. He shows him this board that he's been working here, and mm-hmm. this board is basically straight out of A Beautiful Mind. This is basically right. It's like that stereotypical, like large conspiracy theory with names, yeah. papers, wires. Like yeah. we get the whole thing. I, I, everyone just heard the clip. A couple of my favorite stuff here. Can I talk about? Can we talk about the mail? Been dying to talk about the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Russ, now this is not my. Uh, oh, also, I just love the little addition of him smoking while he's doing this. Having the cigarette yes. is perfect. This is not my realization. This is something I f- saw online. Okay. But the Pepe Sylvia, they say, is because he keeps seeing Pennsylvania, where they are from. The return addresses and the addresses oh. all have Pennsylvania in it. So he keeps seeing Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia, it's, but it's just Pennsylvania because that's where they are. So right. That's where they, his illiteracy. That's interesting. That's where his yeah, illiteracy yeah, yeah. kicks in. He doesn't like really like, do the words right. So that's. Where I was he wondering gets how he whole... was even doing this at all because yeah. like... I know, I know. <laughs> but isn't that interesting that it's Pennsylvania, Pepe Right, Sylvia? and obviously he can't find that because like <laughs> yeah, and that's why he's like I, again. Another one of my favorite lines is I got boxes full of Pepe. <laughs> like that's why mm-hmm. he has so much Pepe Sylvia because that's the address that is on them all. Well, and, how do we explain Carol based on that? Well, that that I don't know because he's gonna march. He, he marched his way down the cow. Carol, he's not. <laughs> I, I like how we almost get like we get kind of like a theatrical like third person pan over like. Because we're looking at the board that says Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> like a, a box sec- is full of Pepe. Yeah, then we look at like a knock on the door to Carol. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. A like that's cool because I didn't see that coming like the first time, and it kind of like opens things up, and it's like whoa, this guy's mad. Oh yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, and 
So and you know what he finds? There's no Carol in HR. <laughs> the way the way his voice, <laughs> the way he's saying this. <laughs> yeah, there like, is no Carol. Half HR. the people in this company are made up. It's a goddamn <laughs> ghost town. <laughs> now, now Max like response to oh, this oh, is I, so oh, I, funny. I know. There's a that's <laughs> this Katie fiance Katie said this is her favorite line is Mac here. Like there's a beautiful comedic beat. We pause. Mm-hmm. Not only do all these people exist, but they've been asking them for their mail on a daily basis. That's all they're talking about there. Jesus Christ, we're going to lose our jobs. Now, this is so funny because, like, it's like the perfect thing you could say after this crazy rant, which is this whole yeah, rant I know. is one of my favorite things ever. Like, Carol and HR and, like, there was, like, no Pepe. So, like, we need to Pepe. Boxes, like, everything about this is, like, <laughs> every, I love every aspect about this. This is, like, I would probably say this is my second favorite monologue. Of all, of all time, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My my first favorite monologue, of course, is Dennis. Oh, I know. Full penetration smells crime. Full crime that, penetration. That to me is like crime. one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Full penetration. But this is a close second. This is incredibly active, and it's a they're long takes, but and they keep cutting to Mac's reaction, and Mac has this like shocked <laughs> look on his face. And he's like kind of like into it, like when he's like, "I went up to Carol. You know what I found?" They show Mac, and he's like, "He's like what? You know what I find?" <laughs> He's like shaking his head, like waiting for the response. Like, it, you know, well, now that you said that, like the Pennsylvania thing, which is like obviously could be true considering he's an illiterate and he's just trying to make sense of whatever he's looking at. But Mac kind of just confirms that not only do all these people exist, but they they've been asking for the mail on a daily basis. Well, like, so yeah, does Pepe Sylvia exist? I, I think that Mac wouldn't know necessarily if Pepe Sylvia exists, but he's basically saying like. No one's up there getting. There's their mail. no, there's no conspiracy going on. Like there's people <laughs> up there and they're asking for their mail. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, this building isn't empty. You know what right. I mean? Like he's basically saying, like he doesn't know specifically that these people exist, but he's just saying in general, all mm-hmm. these people exist. You know? Right. And that, like you said, that's what he says. He go, you know, then he's going, oh my goodness, we're gonna get fired. Well, they're not gonna get fired because they've already <laughs> been fired. <laughs> well, for a second, like Mac comes out. Oh, we're not getting fired. Yeah. Good. Like, yeah. Well, we've already been fired. Because Ch- Charlie's caught a couple pink slips three days ago, and he mailed them halfway to Siberia. <laughs> so where is that exactly? I have no idea what that means. I have no idea. That. And if you notice, Charlie's like eyes are like kind of red. Like he looks like he hasn't slept and stuff. Like the makeup's yeah. good. Like Charlie looks all frazzled. And. He tells his friend Barney to give Mac a cigarette so he can calm down. Yeah, because Mac is having a panic attack at this point. And he's yeah. like, who, who are you talking to? Yeah, no, yeah. He's like, Barney, the guy who tipped me off, Pepe Sylvia. And he looks, and Barney's gone. <laughs> but we do see a guy standing in a trench coat with a hat. Yeah, like we see a guy, and he's he pulls like that out a noirish detective type yeah, look. and he pulls out a cigarette. Now, this guy looks like the character from A Beautiful Mind, with the ca- spoiler alert, the character in a beautiful mind hallucinates a character that is like a government official who tips him off to some conspiracy in the mm-hmm. same exact way. This is a, a, basically a straight, another straight parody of, of yeah, a beautiful mind. A beautiful mind also has like an, he has another hallucination about like a young, like young, like little girl. And he doesn't put it together that this young girl doesn't age. And this guy's, like, supposed to be brilliant. But, like, he's hallucinating this little girl. And this little girl never ages. And, like, he finally, like, that 
puts things in uh, perspective at the end, like, oh, I've never seen this girl age. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, where he kind of realizes. Yeah. Well, Charlie realizes here, yeah, because he just disappears. He's not there anymore. And, and, oh, 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 we also should say that during this whole rant, I mean, everyone just heard it, but the, oh, yeah, Day Baba was playing. Oh, yeah, that's right. We get the end on that, like, nice, like, beat yeah. where Charlie's, like, looking up, like... Because there's what no music. Yeah, the music kind of stops, and he looks like at <laughs> Mac, and it goes kind of like ends on like the thing. Like it's very cool. It ends on a cool beat. I like yeah. it. And I wish Barney was uh, credited. It's like it's weird that he's referred to. He's yeah. like, but he doesn't have any lines. I think it's a line. I, kn- I know. I know it's a line thing, but like he is like a fixture in that scene. Like yeah, he so kind of becomes like the punchline. So then, over at the Kensington Free Clinic. Mac, Charlie, D, and Dennis are in the waiting room. And the we Kensington see Ch- Clinic is getting a lot of action this getting season. Getting a lot of play. And I, I have an email later on from the Philly guys that's going to clear up some Kensington stuff. Oh, good. You know what? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of sores and I need to get my meds. So. Uh, we first see Charlie and Mac and Charlie's still going through the mail. This is a quick little scene. They pan over that Dennis and D are also there. And they're mm-hmm. all trying to get help for their various issues. I guess Mac is a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie yeah, Charlie's is a like psychotic. Bur- insane. A he psychotic still has mail that he's sorting through. And yeah. like Mac slams it on the ground. Uh, Charlie would be, I guess, a psychotic break. And then Dee has bowel issues because she's like sitting sure. there like, hunched over, her legs are crossed. And mm-hmm. obviously, Dennis has collagen in his face. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. he can't even, He's blind at this point. So then back at the mental health facility, Frank escapes with the help of Chief. And, I mean, there's not much to say about this. He wakes up. He he calls Chief Tonto racistly. And yep. Uh, l- uh, let me just uh, give uh, his credits real quick because yeah, this is where I put in the notes, his credits. Uh, oh, Native yeah. American is what his name is, I guess. But we do call him Chief. His uh, name is Tim Sampson. He's from... Ark Mulgee, Oklahoma. He was in War Party, A Climate for Killing, Tales from the Crypt, Spaced, CSI Miami, and Grimm. Yeah, and and so he like has him come over, pull out the water fountain. This is what happens in the movie. Smashes, you hear the music, Frank runs mm-hmm. off. I think the only thing we're missing, for, I don't know, do you like this st- Frank storyline? Like, it's d- No, it's kind of dull. But like, I also didn't see one who flew over the cuckoo nest yeah. and... Uh, I don't know. Doesn't mean anything to me necessarily, yeah. but yeah, it's you good. Know. I mean, it's good. I like the care that good? they. I, I like the care that they went through to really make this a parody. Right. You know what I think is missing from the end of this though is when he smashed. He should be running out in his gown with his ass out. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're one hundred percent right. We need that third ass. Yeah, you gotta let his ass breathe. We need the third beat. Yeah. His ass climbing out the window. That would have been hilarious. Uh, so yeah, I mean, then the 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 chief breaks the window open, and Frank runs. Frank is like, "Come on, come come with me, come with me." At yeah, first. he tries to free him. He's yeah, like, you know, come with me. But I mean, yeah. not that that guy's like in jail, but well, that he wants to go. Yeah, yeah. And Frank jumps out and runs, and as he's running away, we're getting the credits and we're getting the music, and <laughs> the subtitles, the ca- closed caption for this on Hulu, when this episode starts, it says. Eerie music featuring rhythmic drum beats. Yeah, I wrote that too. <laughs> that's weird. I don't know. Yeah, and then that's just the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. 
And that's going to bring us to our next segment. Ross, I have a brand new game for you today. No more IMDb This is exciting. No more ever? No, No, you know, I just got bored with it. So I came up with something new. This is two lies. You know, it's not all about you, by the way. Oh, it's not (laughs) all about you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Ross, this game is Two Lies and a Real Fact, sponsored by IMDb. These are three trivia facts. (laughs) Two of them are fake. One of them is real. Ross, please guess the real fact that is from IMDb. This is a brand new game. Okay. Number one, this episode doesn't exist. It's a figment of your imagination. Number two, Tim Sampson also played a big chief parody character in the British sitcom Spaced. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie Day was a mailroom clerk in real life when he was in high school. Well, considering I just gave Tim Sampson's credits, I'm going to go with the second one. And, you know, Tim Sampson is the real-life son of the guy that played Big Chief in One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, that my is God. No way. Him. Yes, it is. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. So it's, They, they really, really went through they great really, lengths. They really went through some pretty great lengths to do this. Yeah. And it's what are the odds that guy's son is also an actor? Well, I, I, yeah, I guess, but he doesn't do that much, and he also does the same exact thing in space. I didn't realize when he read the credits that he's actually done a lot of other stuff, too. Yeah. But, yeah, he's an actor, too. Sure. And, Ross, our next segment, you won, you won that, by the way, Ross. You won. Ding, 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 ding. Oof. Thank God. Ross, what is your favorite character? Um, I'm going to have to give it to Charlie. I mean, he just kind of blew it away. Charlie for me I mean, too. We're we're at a loss if we don't say it's Charlie. <laughs> it's you know, Charlie. Yeah. He steals the show right at the end of the episode. Yeah, it's for, it's for Charlie. And what is your favorite scene? My favorite scene is gonna have to be that conspiracy scene. But if I'm gonna choose a second, just you know, for fun, I'm gonna say Dennis and Dee going to the gym the second time when they interrupt okay. the um, the cycle instructor. I'm going to say the same exact thing. For me, it has to be the Pepe Sylvia. Sylvia. It's just so strong. It's 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 a great monologue. Like, yeah. it, it, it's got a lot. It's, it's, got a it's lot memorable. It's like people like are him for Halloween like in this way. There's pins of right. this. There's like... Of course, it's iconic. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty it's great. And what is your favorite line of dialogue? You know what? There's so many. Uh, yeah. Like letting your ass breathe is so funny to me. Yeah, um, but yeah. I got boxes full of Pepe. Oh, that's what I have. Box, Dude, it I rips box. me up. I got boxes full of Pepe. Like the way he snaps yeah. into it. Like yeah, yeah. It not, almost seems like off the cuff too. This the way he like he's talking about me. Grabbing, mm-hmm. I got boxes full of Pepe. Over it. Yeah, I I did the same thing. The whole, I mean, the whole monologue is yeah. Uh, you could pick anything out of that. Carol, Carol, like <laughs> Carol. Yeah, yeah. And he's knocking on the door like he would be <laughs> yeah. upstairs. It's so cool the way they play that out. Yeah. Uh, all right, then that's gonna bring us to our final thoughts. Ross, is this episode working at one hundred percent efficiency? Yeah, this episode is absorbing every single bit of comedy and not wasting a single thing. Or, this episode's ship has sailed. Okay, time to move on to other episodes. The episodes that are going to live on. This episode is doing its job like it's never done before. <laughs> yeah, this job's, this episode's taking its job very seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I totally agree. This is like, as some, this, you can just show some, oh, you want to see an Always Sunny episode? Watch this one. This is second highest of the season. Really? On IMDb rating. I'm what's, sorry, third. 
What's the first and the second? Well, the first, um, well, actually, I'm, um, I'm just discovering it's the fourth place. <laughs> Ross, but first, you're all over the place. I know. I one. scrolled up and I saw another one. <laughs> uh, the Nightmare Cometh uh, is uh, the top rank. Well-deserved. Yeah. Well, oh, and my goodness. I actually meant to say, I, I'm so sorry. Like, can we go back real quick? Now you mentioned Nightmare Cometh. Earlier in the episode when they're in Charlie's apartment and they're in there they're looking for a job and Frank comes in. This yeah, they're going through the newspaper. On yep. the on the nightstand there is a a lawn gnome, like a gnome, like a like a Yeah, like I a, noticed that. I was trying to wonder uh, yeah, I was wondering whose apartment they were in because of that Ross, specific feature. Okay, I want you to remember that gnome for the nightman cometh. I already sent you a picture <laughs> of something that's in the nightman cometh that is yeah, mind blowing. Keep in mind this gnome too. This is mm-hmm. the Nightman Cometh has some crazy Easter eggs. It's so so good. But go ahead. Oh, uh, Mac and Charlie Die Part One is another uh, like it. That's a nine point oh. A nine point one would be the gang solves the Gax crisis. I mean, these are all great. Yeah, I know. But this is a strong season, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, and we get to finish strong. So, yeah. Sorry. All right. It was a weird diatribe. Ross, I got an email here from the Philly guys. So this is Joe and the crew? Joe, KZ, and Sam. Yes, they they, oh they apologize for taking so long to, you know, email with some points and stuff from the episode, this and that. They said, you know, they've been moving and finishing school. You know, I'm starting to wonder what we pay them for, you know? and But hey, it's we understand. We all got things to do. <laughs> we all get things that we gotta do. <laughs> we all get stuff we have to do. So, but they emailed and they have some points they'd like to make about a couple of the episodes. So I thought I'd read them here. So this is regarding Mac and Charlie Die Part One and Two. You were wondering about where in Philly you could possibly drive a car into a wall, throw a grenade in it, and then <laughs> shoot it at a car. Then shoot at the car. Well, we can't give you a specific location because we have fortunately never been in a fake our death by car explosion situation. We promise yeah. you there are spots in Philly to do it without being interrupted. You could po- you could probably get away with it in our backyard, though. So, Ross, if oh, you and I want to go into blaze, yeah, if you, you and I want to go into blaze of glory, we got a place now to do this. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, Fairmont Park. That's the park where Dee was going to jog through, not wearing any yep, reflecting. At gear. night, she was worried about. Fairmont Park is a real park in Philly, right next to the Philadelphia Museum of Art. It's a massive, awesome park, and I don't think it's as dangerous at night as the show makes it seem. So is that? Could have fooled me. Pow. Jin is an elite one-off <laughs> character. We also wish he was brought back on the show. Some of our top one-offs we don't think were mentioned are Gino, Agent Jack Bauer, Psycho Pete, and of course, Nosy Wally. That's some good stuff. Agent Jack Bauer has to. Agent Jack Bauer and Poppins should come back in an episode together. Right, that's a that's a given. That, yeah. I feel like that's a no brainer to me. Like animals, yeah. Let's incorporate that together. The parole board scene of part one is some of the funniest television ever made, and weird to watch when your mom is making dinner in the kitchen. We think this is the best two part episode out of all of them. That's you strong. Might be right. The part two is so strong. The high school graduation. I don't know. I, I all right. I mean, it is strong. It is a strong two-parter, and it's it's very memorable and fun. But the the high school graduation is like always sunny castle lore. You know what I mean? It's like mm. real, that to me. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But 
I, I, I do agree with him so far. I think definitely it's the best two-pounder. The other one yeah, was I've, the game I've gets changed whacked. my decision because I've been on <laughs> on the record saying <laughs> the game gets whacked. Yeah. I'm upping it to um, Mac and Charlie Die. All right. And this is about Patty's Pub Worst Bar in Philadelphia. We aren't, we aren't big fans of this episode either. Not really in the rotation, but your analysis definitely made it more fun to watch. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, we then we did our job. We're doing our job at... We take our job seriously. <laughs> We're doing 100% efficiency. Yeah. 100% capacity. They say here, you mentioned in the article that you read that many Yunkers came up a lot and you thought it was a swear word of some sort. It does sound like a cuss. In fact, it's really just a way to describe the people from the Manny Yunk neighborhood in northwest Philly. Manny Yunk isn't the trendiest part of town, but it's full of dive bars on its main street, which is probably why it's on the list so often. <laughs> and they want to share some of their worst bars in Philly, what they think the worst bars oh, in Philly Oh, this are. is good. This is like real <laughs> information. Okay, I'll get to it. Number one, Howl at the Moon. Has the energy and music of an eighth grade dance, but with watered down drinks. Sounds like the gang hmm. un- in the underage drinking scam. The Howl at the Moon, is that like a, that chain that's in Boston where the pianos? Yeah, there's one in Salem too, isn't there? Salem, Mass? Uh, there might be. I mean, I don't know that for sure, but the Howl uh, at the Moon, I think, is like a piano a, bar. A piano they have bar. Dueling piano guys. Something like that. Number two, Fat Tuesdays. Spike slushies <laughs> that can make you hungover before walking out the door. Ugh. All right. That does sound like miserable. And number three, this pl- I don't like the name of this bar. Number three, Drinkers. The name of the bar is Drinkers. Oh. <laughs> Not a great time at all, especially if you remember it the next day. Drinkers. And it's hard for me, you know, because, you know, our ridiculous Boston accents. I want to say drinkers. Drinkers. <laughs> you know, I have to well, say you said drinkers. bars before. <laughs> drinkers. I know, bars. I know. I know. Bars. <laughs> drinkers. Bars. I can do it. Yes, yes. Uh, and they, they, they mentioned here, we've also been to the real Patty's pub and it's as cool as you would imagine if you're okay with smoking bars, not even close to the worst bar in Philadelphia. And r- they've been to Rob McElhenney's Max Tavern and it's pretty nice there too. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Is that Very in cool. Philadelphia? That must be in Philadelphia. That I is. Mean, I didn't yeah. even know that. I know yeah. he had a bar, but I didn't know where, but you know, yeah. that's cool. We got to put that on the walking tour. And the last thing they got here is Dennis Reynolds in erotic life. Logan Circle is a cool spot by Center City, one of the four squares built in the original city planning. The fountain, the fountain is really on, but when it is, kids swim in it all the time. No way you could possibly pee in it, let alone every day. <laughs> Kensington is dubbed as one of the worst neighborhoods in Philly. Years back, it had an awful heroin and crime problem. I would not want my passed out body laying all night in front of a rehab center there. So that's Ken- that. So Kensington is a real kind of like that's like. A I mean, I've never been there, but I go on the record saying the same thing. I don't want <laughs> my passed out body just <laughs> I don't want it. on the sidewalk I, all I, night. I t- I'll tell you, I don't want it anywhere. Good neighborhood, <laughs> bad neighborhood. I don't yeah. want it anywhere. And they close out here by saying, you know, they're looking forward to some of the stuff that's coming up. And they say that the the next episode, the gang cracks the Liberty Bell. They think is an underrated episode and one of their favorites. And I gotta say, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I see a lot of hate on the gang cracks the Liberty Bell, and I just watched it maybe last week, and I thought, no, I think everyone's wrong. That brings us, I guess, uh, to to the thing here, Ross. What are we doing next uh, episode? 
All right. Well, next episode is season four, episode 11, The Gang Cracks the Liberty Bell. And we can, what can we expect in this episode? I, I, right away, I, I got to say my favorite thing right away is like I, when I think about this episode, I usually don't like episodes that break the format, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, you know, like a, like a Simpsons episode that's like Lisa's wedding in the future or something. Those are never usually my favorite episodes. Okay. But this episode is so funny, and Dennis doing the, the British fop, yes, like yes. That thing? But his character would do that. I mean, yeah. like if he's higher status uh, than the rest of the gang, he yeah. would be doing that. See, that, that alone makes. And the name a- adaptations, uh, like yeah. Franklin and Charles, <laughs> like it's awesome. And just the, the the Dennis alone in this episode makes this entire episode for me. But what can we expect? We can expect. Rickety Cricket coming back, General Cricket. We can we can expect Mac having a whistle <laughs> yeah, noise we, as a talking. We can expect some uh, 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 pump a pumpkin, <laughs> a pumpkin uh, feature yep, prominently, and some animal skins or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can fi- we, we can almost guarantee this nothing to do with cracking the Liberty Bell. We can almost guarantee that the Liberty Bell gets cracked. Barely in this episode. <laughs> That's <laughs> another thing. to crack into the Liberty Bell by the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> we can expect some wigs. Yeah, some wigs. Some can, nice yeah. wigs and powder. We can, we can expect some be- tarred and feathered. We can say we can expect Mac trying to play both sides. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we can expect some revolutionaries talking about surrender, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis in this episode, but uh, yeah, won't you everyone join us next episode for that? I, this episode, I'm very, very looking forward to talking about this. Episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward it. to this. Putting yeah. it under the lens. This yeah, time, it's you know? a, it's a fun. It's the first episode of Always Sunny that breaks the format and gets really wild. I, I think it's important that they do it this early. Yeah, because like it sets up things that they can do in the future. Like, I don't know if you remember like X Files, but around this this season in the X-Files, they start to do like a, some abstract things that kind of allow them to break the format. And I think they're following the same. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I totally agree. Like it's, it's, and I, like I said, I typically don't love it when that it gets like too wild. Cause like, you know, in the reality of this episode, they're not them. They're like, a, mm-hmm. there's something they're just telling a story of that's like not even real, but I don't know. It's just like so fun. It's incredible how they do it. The one, the the one to one. The like the way they act. They it's consistent. Like the way they act is so yeah. consistent. It's like it, you could just put them in any time frame and they would act like ridiculous. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, join us uh, next one for that. And uh, until then, good day. Good day to you. To Always Sunny Cast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email thoughts, questions, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayshoneycastpod at gmail.com. And if you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric, and I'm co-host Ross. And this is the part. Pod- <laughs> 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 I'm gonna do the whole thing again. I'm all fucked. You look like you're like fall over. I just took way too big of a hit. <laughs>
was trying to make the sound. You know what I mean? I was trying to like do yeah. it to a sound. <laughs> you know they have like sounds like that. You could have just used. I could have. I could Yeah, I definitely could have. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric, and I'm co-host Ross. And this is the podcast where we take a look at Always Sunny Philadelphia. Episode by episode, scene by scene. I know my voice is so <laughs> fucked up, right? Hold on one second. I'm doing the whole thing over. <laughs> this whole thing. This will be all after the credits. This whole. Us <laughs> keep trying to do it. Us, <laughs> don't, don't drag me into this. Are you good? 